standards. <laughs> Hello. I whoa, are you? That sounds amazing. It sounds like a really good sample. Damn, dude, put it in the track. Quiet. Okay. <laughs> okay. Right. Yeah, do we dudes? Going. Right? Do we dudes? Do we dudes? Season one, episode two. Capitulo dos. Today we have a very special guest with us. Someone we've been standing for as long as time. We still stand. Um, you know, haven't stopped. She's she's been fucking with our vision for. For a minute, we think since the Hopefully. start. Since the start, um, you know, we we owe our existence to her. <laughs> she is okay. Um, she is Chicago's skincare artist, come beauty director extraordinaire, part of the online beauty Illuminati. She's worked with some big names like Raven Linnae. S.G. Lewis and Claro, Iron and Wine, Ali and AJ, Ali and AJ, Ali yeah. and fucking AJ, and Cupcake. And Chance the Rapper. And well, she can, we'll, ha- we'll have her list. Um, other names she's worked I'll with. I'll just do like, you know, chronologically. Like I'll, I can just go through one by one. No, I'm kidding. But, uh, no, you can. <laughs> <laughs> Brands, Nike, Glossier. Some people on the U.S. Women's Olympic soccer team. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. For little girl me, that was a very cool day. I used to be a goalie. So doing Hope oh, Solo. Hope Solo. Pretty, yeah. Hope Solo. That was pretty cool. Um. Oh shit, we, we need to mention her name. Okay. Well, you can see her work on <laughs> Vogue. You can see a Nike. Where, where else can you see it? Nike.com, Hype Beast, Hype Bay. Um, we can get through the publications later. But anyway, it is our pleasure, our honor, our privilege to introduce Molly Gloss. Hello. Welcome, welcome. I'm going to start a yeah. clap. Very good. How was that intro? Um, it was good. It was the it, first intro we've ever given. Wow. Yeah. Um, it was great, actually. I liked it. It had a really fun rhythm to it. Okay. Um, you know, you never really knew where it was going, and I appreciate that. Yeah, as an I artist. never know where I'm going. <laughs> so, when it would end up somewhere. Yeah. Yeah. So, how have you been? You know, it's been a long time since we've seen you. It's been a whole two and a half weeks. Yeah, it's been it's been crazy. No, it's been good. I've uh, been traveling a little bit. I have a lot of travel this month. So, this month I've done Memphis and San Fran and. I've got Alabama this weekend, Boston the next weekend, and then I'll be in New York at the end of the month. Oh, what'd you do in Memphis? Uh, Memphis, uh, we played a Beale Street Music Festival, which was pretty cool. Got some good barbecue. It was nice. Is this with Raven? Yes, this was with Raven. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. We have. Is she she the reason for all the travel lately? Yeah. um, We've just got some one off fests coming up this uh, month, really. And San Fran was a different thing. I had booked a gig out there, but. Memphis and Boston. We're all playing like really fun festivals. So that's really cool. Yeah, yeah. I'm hoping to catch like the Strokes and uh, the Voids and maybe Lily Allen at GovBall. I'm really excited. Damn, oh, all the classics. Yeah. So first time we met Molly, actually, it might have been the second time. We might yeah. have met at a friend's place, Maddie Bird's. We did. We did. We met there initially, but I think where we really got to know who you are and see you in your element was on the set of Kappa Force. Wow. When you, we were a couple extras. Yeah. We were playing some yeah. zombies. Yeah. I did your makeup, didn't you I? Did our and I probably seemed really stressed out and just. No, dude, you were no. like the chillest oh, one there. Great. Yeah. Great. Easily. Great. That must have been yeah. post Xanax. Post. <laughs> perfect. This is a, this is By a. By prescription. A, I just, okay. This is a Xanax friendly pod. No, yeah. it was, uh, it was, you know, when you're shooting web series or anything really, and you, yeah. you're doing overnights and just your body starts. You know, it's 4 a.m. You're in a 
warehouse-esque room with a lot of people and you're kind yeah. of just like, okay, yeah, going on hour 10, I let's like, do it. Yeah, I helped out like on a couple of the other days and I feel like they were just like kind of like always behind schedule and they're really, really long days. Yeah, you know, web series, I, I mean, shooting any television, shooting any like film is always going to be a long day. It's usually 12 hours, but... Um, when you're doing more indie productions that are from mm-hmm. the heart, like so many of us are doing extra things mm-hmm. and so many more things can go wrong. But uh, so proud of the way that turned out. Like that was such a fun project and definitely taught me a lot and tested me, which I loved. So. Really? So prior to that. Yeah. Walk us through your career a little bit. I mean, we'll get to a Q&A later. So, yeah. Like- I don't know if I have like a TLDR um kind of version, but I started on the retail side. Okay. So I worked at Sephora. I worked for NARS. I pretty much, I worked for Barney's for a while, like pretty much any kind of retail, whether it was like with everybody or the bougie people. Shout out the barn. I've done (laughs) shout out to the barn down there in the basement. We had no windows. Um, it was great, (laughs) but, uh, yeah, I started on that side and then, um, moved to Chicago when I was 22, almost seven years ago. Wow. Just nuts. I'm eight. Yeah. Yeah. It, it went by very quickly. Mm-hmm. I think I originally only planned on doing like three to five years here. And then I was like, oops. Same. <laughs> oops. Oh, well, so wait, where, where did you move from? I'm from Minneapolis originally. Okay. So Neither. yeah, when I started on the retail side, I started there and I was okay. probably 19, but I'd always been into makeup. Oh shit. We got some sound. Oh by. shit. Oh, y'all, y'all, we living in a city. You know what that means? Everybody do a shot. I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> oh my God. You shot a seltz, shot a coffee. There we go. Got it. Um, Yeah, so I started when I was about 19, moved here when I was 22, and then a few years into living here is when I started, like, transitioning into working on set and doing more, like, photo shoots and things like that, and yeah, I had kind of almost been burnt out by it a little bit, doing the retail. Like, when I ended working at Barney's, like, I was like, okay, I don't want to do makeup anymore. I hate this. Yeah. I mean, having to spend three hours with someone over a $30 lipstick will just make you hate all of it. You're like, it's a lipstick. It's not going to change your life either way. And if you're that worried, like, go somewhere else, like, and buy something less expensive that doesn't feel... Such, you know, it's lipstick. I don't right. know. Makeup. It's not that serious. It's it, what I do and I love that. But it's like at the end of the day, it's makeup. Is it kind of funny now that like people pay you to be that confidence for them? Yes. Versus like walking them through like something I, that they're curious about. I love it. It's yeah. so great when people actually trust you like as a professional and trust your opinion and yeah. and your point of view. So, yeah, I, do, I don't miss that about retail. There were a lot of perks, but and, and I learned a lot. It was great to get paid while I was learning Mm-hmm. more about right. products and getting trained by all these different brands and yeah. things like that. When um, did you make that like transition from like retail or was there like a moment or like a certain job that led you to? Um, I don't know if there was a certain job. I think I just knew that I was going to have to take a dive. So mm-hmm. Barney's was actually my last like full-time job that I've had. Um, and I, I just went for it and I started working part-time instead with a skincare company called Malin and Getz. Shout oh, out to yeah. them. Shout I out. Love Dude, I have their Get that luxury a little bit. I got yeah. some of their lip balm. Yeah, Man. I loved it. I loved my time there. I was with them for like a year and a half, two years as well. Um, Damn. My boss was a friend of mine and um, they were very flexible about my schedule and when I needed to shoot or take off or, you know, when I could fill in time. So it was great because I finally had something that was more flexible that Mm. allowed me to prioritize being on set 
um, while also, you know, being able to pay my bills at the same time, because those, those years after leaving Barney's, I mean, I was doing everything for free. I wasn't making any money. I was not being paid to do makeup, but I was aggressively doing makeup and it's really expensive when you're going through that much product. So yeah. 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 So that was, that was definitely, um, an important time, but yeah, I just kind of, I went for it and there were a few things, a few shoots and a few people that I had met that the ball kind of just started rolling all of a sudden. And it felt like all of the free stuff that I had done for those like three, four years had finally all kind of like snowballed and Mm -hmm. kind of like, it just kind of snapped and it was crazy. And in one month I was really like, uh, Oh Sarah, like I'm not available for you for the next month. Like (laughs) that's amazing. I'm busy every week. It's a good problem to have. Yeah. So that was kind of when I knew that even the part time I, I couldn't really handle anymore. My schedule was just too busy. And so I just, I fully went for it and I put in my notice and I was like, I guess I'm a freelance artist now. Like, let's go for it. And, um, yeah, it, luckily it worked out. Things just kept falling to place over that summer and yeah, started getting new clients and it was great. Was there like one job in particular or one person that you, uh, you didn't make up for that kind of like allowed for all these other brands to come in and be like, okay, we want to use you or other, yeah. Um, or other artists to come in. I mean, it was kind of a combination. So about the time when I started working with Raven and doing, um, more creative shoots, I was shooting with like Liz Fang. I was shooting with a few different like women creative. So I just started doing, and that's when I started doing like, I'm going to glue all of this glitter shit onto people's faces this is what I'm gonna do just I was just doing the most colorful crazy and that's when I really truly started was like right after I met Raven and I had quit working Barney's and I had a horrible roommate that moved out and that really Mm. I think also like allowed me to finally like breathe I felt like I could have my makeup out at home and I could practice and I could you know paint and um that for me that spring was just like a really transformative time and then by that summer I was working with Nike like it literally happened so quickly and so I think really those few things leading to Nike and then working with Nike was kind of just what cemented it for yeah, me. Yeah. It probably felt really, really validating. Yeah. I mean, it was scary. I mean, imposter syndrome, 100%. Oh, yeah. I mean, <laughs> my first big real client is Nike. Like right. that's crazy. Yeah. One of the biggest brands in the world. And I felt, I think we as women too, like we are, we are told to discount everything that we have <laughs> yeah. at all times. And imposter syndrome is huge, but I truly felt a little unprepared and I was scared and I was nervous and I was anxious all the time because I felt like I was being put on sets that I wasn't ready for yet but I just had to like fake it till I made it and I learned every time and just didn't and they trusted me to like do my thing and play with color and even for some shoots and now I'm kind of at a point with them where they really trust me to do whatever I see that's best and yeah it's it's crazy it's it really opened a lot of doors for me and yeah, that's awesome. How so? How long ago? So was that, that was about two years ago now. So okay. yeah, I'd it's say like quick. two and a half, three years ago is when everything really started taking off, and that was when I had quit Mountain and Getz about three years ago okay. and really started full time freelance. That's what was your crazy. role at Mountain and Getz? So Mountain and Getz, I was basically just one of the account reps. So I would okay. just go in, and uh, my account was Bloomingdale's. So I would just <laughs> yeah. go in, and like we didn't like, work for Bloomingdale's, we didn't have to like ring anybody up or anything right. like that, but we were just there to like hang out, uh, help people educate I mean it was really like customer focused and just Mm -hmm. like we're not here to pressure you into Mm -hmm. like into buying anything but we just want to make sure that you have the education and the empowerment that you need to like 
feel like you're making a good decision. What was your biggest takeaway from not just like that role, but that brand in general in terms of like, because I, I imagine I only know their skincare and like yeah. lotion and, you know, all yeah. of those products, but mm. I don't know what the whole entire like offering so is. So it's, it's skin, body, hair, and fragrance. Okay. And then home, which would also be like candles. So there's no makeup or anything like okay. that. And I don't think they plan on doing it anytime soon or anytime at all. Um, and so it's two men run the brand. Um, okay. Andrew Getz and um, Matthew Malin, and they are really great. I've met them. And um, I think what I just took away in general is that like good people, uh, and having a good attitude and just trusting your people to like do what they need to do mm. and get their jobs done is yeah. like really empowering and actually like proves like the best, most efficient workforce. So <laughs> I think I just learned that like it is uh, absolutely possible to be productive and like chill at the same time yeah. and not have to be like, no, you need to buy this. So I think that was great for that's me. Right. Yeah. That's really good. Um, especially like getting out of a commission environment like Barney's was, mm -hmm. which will do terrible things to yeah, your psyche. Right. Um, and so, for so, relationship so. building and just, you know, interpersonal yeah. stuff. Um, so that was really great. But I think I also just took forward, like everything is so simple, so accessible. Um, and so easy and streamlined in that brand. And that's really what I love about it. And what I, I mean, that's a brand that I love and will always have pieces of and still will sing praises of for like forever. Like I genuinely love their products. Their pricing is great. They're super upfront and forward about what's going into their products mm -hmm. and why. And they believe in an accessible price point and, mm -hmm. and also not giving you like a 10 step regime that seems really overwhelming. <laughs> no. Like they yeah. make it really right. streamlined and easy for people. And I really like that approach. So Man. I think that definitely ties Man. into what I You do. heard it there, folks. Sponsor <laughs> the pot. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out, Malin. Shout out. Um, well, we'll get to more of this Q&A later in the pod. Um, but I think first what we want to cover, oh, it's, been, it's been a big news week it's in the beauty a world. Week. A big week <laughs> a lot going in the world on. of skincare, in the world of makeup. Um, There's a lot going on. Yeah. Of... I mean, last week we there was that launch of Warpaint. Are oh you, are gosh. You familiar with war paint? Yes. Well, I've mo I've mostly seen people making fun of war paint right. and then I actually briefly looked at their Instagram last night and was kind of like what's going on? But I was like kind of stoned, kind of falling asleep. Right. I don't know mm -hmm. how much I could really soak in, but um it's interesting. It's interesting to me whenever men feel the need to like make something masculine in order to use it. Yeah. yeah. Like it, it, yeah and and that goes for skincare and hair yeah. care and uh -huh. fragrance and everything too yeah you know? um yeah i just i think it's funny that the, I, i'm obviously super open to men or anyone right, wearing right. makeup makeup should be for everyone and if you want to put bronzer on great but here's the thing nobody cares right yeah nobody cares that you're a man in makeup and that you're like you think that you're like fighting your so-called like self-imposed patriarchy yeah like you're the one that made those rules right. and now you're the yeah. one like that wants to get a gold star for rebelling against them. I cool. I don't care. Yeah. yeah it was the marketing behind it all. That was just so like, I know. And you think about the, it like, seems like, are they from the UK? Cause from the yeah. UK. Yeah. yeah the it that, seems very UK. It, it looked, it, I mean like I th it was Even like the, the commercial, way. the ad, it was like, like Conor, Mc, Conor McGregor was in it. Yes. I mean, it wasn't Conor McGregor. Here's the thing about but. the UK. They do have totally different beauty standards than oh, we okay. do. Okay. Like everything is much more glam and like artificial there. Um, okay. It's almost like, like 
Mm-hmm. Like the only way it's Essex kind of thing. Yeah. I mean, you see it there. Like there's, it's way more common for men to be quote unquote metrosexual, another man invented word, but Tight. it's, Tight. it's way more common <laughs> for men to be like super well-groomed there, even right. over-groomed, over-tanned, over-plucked. Like it is very that. So mm-hmm. I can see why someone there thought this would be a viable business and it might even be because there are men of that demographic there but like I don't really seeing it taking on worldwide I don't see it right going well with oh no not at all especially like I think about the word war paint like where where where, like where are you going into war like what's what's the war zone what's the need for that like it's just that like faux hyper aggression yeah no reason yeah and I, I don't know I think it's Amelia and I talk about this all the time about how like you have all this for men marketing out there and yes. obviously it's just to make men feel comfortable about using products mm-hmm. that, you know, women use. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and but right. And you touched that, on, and it's also like, but also will help you get more women. Yeah. yeah it's, right. like, it's, it's all kind of tied up in the, I don't know. And I feel like, <sighs> like Dewey dudes, I feel like we're really sensitive to that in the, yes. in the sense that, you know, we don't want to like, like, put in like some toxic masculinity in order to be like, oh, it's okay to use skin. Well, yeah. it is, but it's yeah. like, it's like we want to be, you know, but it's we, not a big deal either. It's not a big deal. And it shouldn't be. It's like we yeah. what we want to do is we want to go to the source of of the people who are the thought leaders. You know yeah. what I mean? We want to talk to them about which products to use. You know, absolutely educate them that way. You know, very women centric. Like, let's get to the thought leaders. Let's let's. Yeah, talk about I think that. that's important. I think it's great. I I mean, there are a lot of. I think I, I don't know if you guys have seen like Very Good Light and a few of the other like. There are a few other like men, men's skin, men's mm-hmm. skincare oh. like accounts that are kind of, I think you guys are a part of this new wave of like, yes, we are all about this, but we're all making fun of ourselves yeah. into it as well. Yeah. And just making it really inclusive and safe and accessible. Yeah. Totally. Like, like a very neutral thing. Very yeah. neutral. Because it shouldn't, it's, it shouldn't be, re- hygiene should not be revolutionary. Yeah, exactly. Hygiene is not a revolution, y'all. Yeah, like it's, it's like, not. Taking care of yourself is not a revolution. And the fact that like tea. y'all as men, not just generally like yeah. mm-hmm. the fact that y'all have made it the norm to like not take care of yourselves and that you've put so many negative stigmas and connotations on taking care of yourself is just like <laughs> hilarious. Yeah. Like I could get mad about it, but then I'm just like, y'all are gross. Like can't relate. Like, <laughs> oh no, yeah. I can't I mean, imagine. Well, it's just like funny too. Cause it's like this whole entire, I think about war paint again. And I mean, I read this in the, you know, I'm like referencing this article the, that garage on vice. Oh yeah you know, publish and it's by, I feel like Hannah Sparks. No, I'm going to have to read it. Oh, Arabelle Sicardi. Right. And she had oh, some really good love quotes. Her. Yeah. Yeah. I, she wrote, yeah. she was in that beauty group that I mentioned. She was for a oh long my time God. too. So yeah, it was a lot nice. of like industry insiders and I love reading her writing. She's, a, I, I love her. Yeah. Well, she had some really great quotes. Mm-hmm. I mean, she said like, well, in the article it says quote, war paint is a brand for men uncomfortable with people knowing they, knowing they care about their appearance and who are concerned with, they will be seen as lesser for it. And I thought that was just like, yeah, like it it kind of goes back into um, what I said. It's like, y'all want a gold star for fighting the rules that you're putting on yourself. Like the rules that you've created. Yeah. I mean, that's really any, like any man that thinks he's like being revolutionary. It's just like, you're the one that did this in the first place. So have a seat. Like there's nothing. I just don't think there's anything that, that's that impressive about like, I, I'm more, I'm more impressed when like those rules are acknowledged and talked about, mm-hmm. but I, I'm not going to give you a gold star for like, right. 
you know, because it, it shouldn't even just be about you as a person. Too. No. It should be about like, hey, man, let's have a conversation about this shit. Yeah. Like, it shouldn't be. I don't know if this is like a swear friendly podcast. No, it's totally swear. <laughs> We're explicit, oh, yeah. dude. Um, fuck. I'm just kidding. Fuck. Um, <laughs> fuck. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. I'm just, I'm just well, it's, like, it's like additionally, it's like men have been wearing makeup forever. Yeah, you know, it's like, not new. You know. Truly. Mm-hmm. And you guys would be amazed. The psychology of being a makeup artist is every man that sits down in my chair that is not, you know, aside from the ones that are used to it and do it often, but mm-hmm. any man that sits in my chair that is not used to having makeup on, they all say the same exact shit to me every time what and it's it? the same what jokes even just when i'm doing someone else's makeup and a man walks by he always has to be like oh me next like it's always <laughs> the same it's so right, funny right. to me like oh the same phrases the same jokes like uh-huh. it, it's like it's like it's not a big deal and i've just gone to like reverse psychology where i'm like oh sweetie it's just a little bit of makeup i'm sure you can handle it they just have to make such a big deal out of it yeah oh man is this, this weird i don't i don't want to look like i don't want to look pretty i'm like no, I'm covering up your fucking acne. Damn. Like, <laughs> you, I'm covering you want up this. your busted, wrinkled ass skin because you don't take care of it. Yeah. Wow. Like, yeah. your pores are massive. You're doing them a favor. And full of dirt. Holy like, fuck. Clean <laughs> you under your nails. Like, I, and it's it's just funny to me that they all act the exact same way. Right. And that's yeah. when you know that this truly is a learned, conditioned mm-hmm. behavior. Totally. And, like, I think it's really funny when, like, I mean, those sort of insults are like, there's totally well-deserved because it's the same kind of standards that it's the same standards men put on women. It's kind of like, like so you can't take it when I call you out on this shit. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. We could talk about body dysmorphia all we want, but the thing is it's like, like, uh when we talk about again, what, like what Arabella was saying, it's just like, basically like you want people to know that you're rebelling against something that you care about, but yeah. you still care about because it's like, you're holding yourself to the same standards that you hold to women. And now you're like creating a brand so that you can hide behind that. But you're also trying to monetize it, which right. is like evil. Yeah. Because listen, if you truly were a man that was like, men should wear makeup and you are about spreading this message, there are a million a million brands and products out there already that you know are going to be better than whatever bullshit private label that you're buying and slapping morepaint.com on with yeah. your tacky like MS paint. Right. Font. <laughs> and, like, are by, and are by women. Yes. Yeah. Thank you. And, yeah. and yeah. like people who have actually been in this space. Yeah. And like also it does bug me when men come into the makeup world a little bit because there is just, you know, Patriarchy is patriarchy, whatever, mm-hmm. however it may land. But like men do better as makeup artists than women do Man. because especially in sales and retail, but even going forward, because like they see it more as a confidant and not as competition. Like this gay man is going to get me to my highest self because he's like my bestie. And it's like, it's fine. And I don't mean to discount individuals at all, but like right. women tend to trust men more than they trust women in those situations. So I, would, I mean, it, it really is. And it's not something I noticed until like a few years in, but it was just a trend. Like men would sell more. Mm-hmm. The, the women that were coming into the stores would trust them more. <laughs> Amazon delivery. <laughs> Don't support Jeff Bezos. Um, this is just our capitalistic, um, you know, break where we say that we love Amazon, we love but we Amazon. can still critique it. We can still critique it. Um, um, abolish billionaires. Um, like I hate Amazon, but I mean, do you, you need it quick. It's like, I, I absolutely have prime. Listen, there's so much like 
being in the Midwest, being a makeup artist, there are so many yeah. pro supplies that I can't get oh, in totally. person and I certainly can't get for a fair price, mm-hmm. even right, if I can. Right. So for me, if I need disposables and there's, you know, a fair mm-hmm. price and I can get it on Prime, right. like I have to do that. So yeah. that's that's where I'm at. Damn, dude. Ta- speaking of fair prices, other skincare news. Oh, right. guess who? I don't know if these are fair prices. I don't know. I don't know really anything about it. Line. I mean, I guess they're like relatively affordable. Yeah. I mean, she could have. I, I, uh, to be fair, I think they're affordable. Yeah. Okay. Everything, okay. you know, she you could, could get a whole set for about 125 yeah. we're, we're, spe- really we're talking about the self made billionaire herself, <laughs> Kylie Jenner. <laughs> Quote, self made, <laughs> unquote, <laughs> billionaire. Yeah. Kylie Jenner. Oh man. Um, Kylie Skin. Kylie yeah. Skin. Kylie Skin.com. She's doing it, dude. She's at Kylie it. Skin. I'm just promoing this. I just, if you hear this, Kylie, no, I'm kidding. Kylie, oh, come on the pod. Hot off the I am available <laughs> for sponsorship. We, no, we actually, only have phrases I to speak. I don't think I could actually accept you, any Kardashian adjacent sponsorship. Really? Ooh, ever. let's hear it. Let's hear it. Yeah. Why I'm not? Very uh, I'm very opposed for record. various reasons, but let's just talk about the business, I think, to okay. start. Right. Kylie okay. Skin. So, I'm open to it, but I also would not be surprised if it's Fourth Ray, which is ColourPop's um, newish skincare line, just yeah. in different packaging. Right. Because as is same manufacturers, Kylie's mm-hmm. makeup, same manufacturers. So, kind of here's a tea on ColourPop, KKW, Kylie, all this stuff. So they're manufactured by a company called Seed Beauty, well, a company called uh, Seed Beauty, and they have Spatz Labs, which is based out in Oxnard, California, about an hour and a half two hours north of LA. Damn, okay. And so this lab has been around for like 60 plus years. Like they've been around for a really long time. I could be wrong on the specifics, but they've been around for a long mm-hmm. time making personal care products, okay. lotions, fragrances, shampoo, conditioners for, I think salon brands, uh, you know, brands that you would get at Walgreens, you know, okay. just general personal yeah. care products. Right. And so seed isn't owned by a brother and sister. And I believe they're, parents their dad bought this lab for them and basically was like hey like I want you guys to go into business this is a great lab so as far as I know they like pretty much kept all the employees and all of that stuff like it's not necessarily a negative thing but Mm -hmm. they they really expanded on it and they you know if you if you look at the manufacturing process as a whole when it comes to beauty cosmetics skin anything um the time it takes from like concept to being on shelves can be anywhere from nine months as a minimum to two years or more products take an extremely long time to make. So that's why when you have people like harassing Glossier about switching their packaging and switching the glitter to something biodegradable, they're doing it, but it's going to take a minute because not only is it going to take a minute to find and source biodegradable glitter, but then getting all of those components together. And it's, it's a lot because you know, the, the standard manufacturing thing is, everything's made wherever it's cheapest and everything is made in different Uh factories around the world. So you're going to have like the glitter sourced somewhere and Mm -hmm. then you're going to have all the random ingredients sourced somewhere and then you have to have them shipped in. Then you're going to have the thing made. Then you have to have the packaging made. Then you have to have the packaging filled. Then you have to have the packaging labeled. You have to have the caps from somewhere. You have to have this box from somewhere. (laughs) And so it takes forever because you're waiting for each component to be made and you're shipping 50,000 units all around. And it's very expensive. It takes a very long time. And it it really has slowed down the process of, of how fast products can get out. I mean, even if Pantone is like, this is the color of the year. Yeah. Brands like they better know 
ahead of time, I'm sure, because like they would then be like, oh, okay, this is in trend. We're going to release it two years from now. Mm -hmm. Oh my God. People. That's why when like liquid lipsticks became a thing, two years later, brands were still coming out with their first liquid lipstick because that's how long it took. Was was that, was that trend over? It's pretty over. Okay. I mean, it was, it was definitely a phase. This is cyclical. It's kind of a cyclical thing. And it's funny. It goes right with Kylie. This liquid lipstick became a thing when she had her lips done and everyone was like, did she or did she not? And she was like, it's just lip liner. Oh, right. And everybody started doing that kind of like Mm -hmm. overdrawn matte nude lip. Right. Um, but yeah, it's so, so what spats and seed beauty have done is that they were so smart and they decided we're going to do everything in house. We are having our designers in house. We are having our product development in house. We are having all components mm-hmm. made here. We're having the labeling done here. So they can literally, according to their website, get a product from concept to launch in five days. Oh my God. Whoa. Which is insanity. They have such a leg up on the market. And not only do you have those like lightning speed times to market, but the costs that have been cut down because of they're not paying um, taxes and duties on every country that they're being shipped into and paying the shipping. Um, You know, it's like Warby Parker. It's like all these people Mm -hmm. that are figuring out how to, skirt around, you know, traditional manufacturing and middleman things right. to make a more cutting edge, better product for straight to customer. Right. So that's essentially what spats and seed have done. And you can see it in ColourPop. You can see it in Kylie. You can see it in KKW. The quality is great. Okay. Um, the great. pricing is really, really, really low. If you're mm-hmm. looking at ColourPop, they're able to come out with things at an extremely low price and still make a profit because they're saving so much money. Um, and they're able to get things and pivot to market and trend so quickly. They are able to get things out onto launch and, and also pull products back that don't do well and not take as much of a hit so much faster and easier than everybody. And that's why they've had such this huge rise because Mm -hmm. they've been on top of at not if not at the forefront of every trend in makeup for the past couple of years and they're offering it, you know, and I, I say they, I'm referring to ColourPop, they're offering it at such a fair price that like, of course it's become a really big brand. Right. Um, so Kylie and then later Kim after Kylie's makeup started doing really well and Kim Kardashian beauty before that was trash quality was not (laughs) good at all. And the prices were really high. She ended up um, moving over and now she manufactures with um, seed and spats as well. So that's, that's kind of like the background on on how they've had such a meteoric rise is, you know, also Kylie then, if you think about it, all of her stuff is being manufactured at a place where they can sell ColourPop prices and make a profit. So how much profit is she making at Kylie prices with that same manufacturing right. cost? I mean, that's the T. <laughs> it might not. I mean, a lot yeah. of people think the formulas are exactly the same and it's just repackaged. I don't necessarily believe mm. that. I think she is going in and she could be adding one or two more quality ingredients to raise a price. She could be doing yeah. yada, yada, yada. Right. Um, I don't think they're straight up relabeled, but like, you're still manufacturing those products somewhere where you're making a lot of margin, a lot of margin of profit, way more than anybody else. And that's how in one to two years, yes, her sales were astronomical, but that's how she was a self-made billionaire. And how she got to that billion dollars is because they have insane profit margins Mm -hmm. because they're able to offer, you know, her stuff at $20 Mm -hmm. when it really costs two, you know? Wow. So I, and you know, and ColourPop has gone into skincare as well recently in the last year, they released fourth ray beauty. I personally, is there skincare? Sorry. I personally have not tried it yet. Okay. Mm -hmm. Um, I haven't looked too deep into it. I know a lot of people are using it because again, it's on the affordable side. So 
I think there's probably going to be some similarities there. If not, again, it's going to be the same manufacturing costs. But I I have to say, I do think the prices on these products are fair. Obviously, they can always be cheaper. But yeah. if you can you know, get a five to seven piece skincare set for 120 yeah. bucks. That's not wow. bad. Yeah. And that's they, really not bad. They could have like marked it up like as much as they wanted to. Exactly. You know? And people would and still people would buy, buy it. it. Yeah, yeah, of course. People would buy it. I mean, she has gotten pushback about um, product pricing before. She That's really good though. I mean, like that, yeah. that's like a selling proposition in your yeah. advertising. Like, she tried, to, like she tried to release brushes maybe a year ago and people really balked at the prices. Um, and I don't know if she changed them or got, I think she did. Um, yeah. ended up knocking the price a little bit, but, um, you know, I still think that like, even if she had a more expensive product, there's still going to be people buying it. Yeah. Even if like most of the younger people can't, there's, she's still going to have success with that. Right. So. Man, that was extremely enlightening. Yeah. yeah I was... mean, that's just kind of some manufacturing stuff. And I got to learn, I was working with a, like a more local brand last year helping with their product development and just like consulting with them. And so I w- ended up doing a lot of research on uh, manufacturing right. and ingredients and stuff. And I learned a lot and I'm really grateful for it. So, and I, I wanted us to work with spats cause I was like, that's our ticket. Yeah. I mean, they're going to be a lot more expensive, but we're going to be able to get things out there faster and right. at a better quality than we are now. Yeah. So, but wow. there are a few like mega manufacturers based in California. Another, the, another one of them would be, um, HCT. H-C-T. I always try not to mix it up with HTC, the phone company, right? Wait, did you just H-T-C. say HCT? HCT, HTC, THC, THC. That's a different one. HCT. Yeah, so they do a lot of stuff. So they work a lot with space brands. They make Kevin Aquan, Milk Makeup. Oh, right. Which you've done work before. Yeah, I've worked with, I've partnered with Milk on a, yeah, we did a music video out in New York and they were so great Whoa. and like sponsored us and did Which like Who's the video? Yeah, video uh, this for. was for Ravina for her honey video. Oh. And so they were really oh. great and they had I like process. Video. Yeah, they had products for us and they came in and did like an editorial too and that was really great. Man, that's well. awesome. They were just great. I shout out Emily at Milk, the editorial director. She's amazing and I love her. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to send her this so that she listens to it. So hi. Oh, cool. She's great. I mean, I'm just like, I'm just blown away I'm in awe. about your yeah. knowledge <laughs> yeah i know <laughs> which it's like when you we invited you on we knew you knew a lot yeah, of course. but yeah. i think it's like whenever we hang out it's always just kind of like you know you know the wild thing is like there's so much i don't know still and yeah. i'm no expert i definitely think that i can be considered an expert in makeup skincare i have a hard time because it's like i'm not an esthetician i'm not a dermatologist there <laughs> are people really. who are actually experts right. yeah. and like medically certified <laughs> and licensed right so i never i i never want to take that route but you know i was lucky to work and sell skincare for a long time and so mm-hmm. you're trained on products and on things so you learn a lot and yeah. just with my own journey i've really dry sensitive skin that i've had different issues with throughout the years so yeah you know, okay. I just, I just want to, and just, and being in this position, I do get a lot of questions and mm-hmm. I do a lot of research. So I just try to share what I've learned and what's worked yeah. for me or for friends I know, but I never yeah. want to be like, I'm your skincare right. guru right? because there are totally people, even in the beauty, beauty industry in large, there are totally people who know more than I. So. Yeah. Do you feel like you, uh, like skincare and makeup kind of went hand in hand? Like you got yeah. interested in the both of them at totally. the same time? I mean, you have to have good skin to have good right. makeup first okay. and foremost, like again shout out to glossier they always said it first like skin first makeup second i i absolutely believe in that yeah that's Um, the motherfucking motto (laughs) no but it really is like your your makeup's only ever going to look better the better your skin is and having a good canvas for whatever 
products you are painting on, if you think about it, it's just like painting a wall. You want to have a good prime, smooth, right. like yeah. moisturized wall. No, I'm kidding. How well textured skin. Are they multi-masking? You know, are you masking that wall? Are you guys yeah. like getting the acids on there? No. Man, yeah. Um, but, you know, it's, but it's the same thing. Like you want to have the best canvas that you can have. And, yeah. And, and taking care of our skin and putting skincare into makeup and being cognizant also of how skin products react with makeup products is so important and yeah. they they are one and the same mm-hmm. yeah like i would not be a makeup artist if i didn't care about skin right right damn yeah. well yeah i think that segues what into, i don't care about oh. is hair no yeah. <laughs> i mean your hair looks great yeah it does the color it looks really hair. good i just always feel like i have hot dog fingers when i try to do hair like other people's hair oh, oh. it just it just doesn't make sense and chicago is an interesting market and they they like people to do both here because it's cheaper oh really oh, yeah, yeah they'd rather pay one and a half salaries than two <laughs> right i mean i mean yeah it's just but I'm it's just capitalism gonna, baby I, yeah it's just capitalism yeah. baby oh um, money should we talk about this beef this beef oh yeah because yeah, the James oh, Charles beef. Yeah. I think, yeah, I think you're gonna know a lot more about this yeah. than us. Okay, yeah. Oh, we, I just learned who James Charles was. So okay. big, big how, drama in yeah. the beauty world. How this did week. you first hear about it? Um, I saw the memes oh, with uh, Toddy, and I was like, "What is this going on?" I, I mean, I think I've seen I've seen James they Charles were, before. Like yeah. I've seen him. Like yeah. you see him around on yeah. Instagram. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I've seen mind. him. Yeah, but I didn't know. And then then I read a headline that he lost like a million subscribers but over oh, the two weekend. Million two million. Damn. It's wild. Yeah. Which listen, they have he still like, has like 13 million followers. Yeah, like, uh, but that's that's two million people. That's a lot of people. And I think even I was I was talking about this with a friend. I think even if you still have followers and you still have clicks on your YouTube, the biggest and and worst damage yeah. is your the damage to your brand, the damage to future collaborations and brands wanting to work with you. Yeah. Like, because that's where the money comes in. Mm. Like you can make money from YouTube, but your money really comes in from, you know, when you're, when you're an influencer, your, your money comes from brand collaborations yeah. coming out with like, he had that huge stuff, uh, that palette with Morphe, like, you know, that's, that's where your money really comes from. And when you lose those opportunities, mm-hmm. that's when your wallet is severely damaged. So yeah, man. So I, I, I had to kind of brief myself on this beef, but I still don't really understand it. Um, Emilio, do you know? No, I you you know way more about this than that. I, I think I don't know anything. You don't. Know I, anything. I started I started watching the forty minute video. Yeah, by Toddy, and then I was like, I can't watch. So this. many of my friends have been like, I watched the whole thing. I had no idea what was going on, but I loved it. Oh man, I, I feel like she I was could, very serious. Like, yeah. yeah. Yes, okay, so, oh my gosh. So yes. Okay, and he, as me as an because uh, you more editorial artist. He was just in that beauty group. I wouldn't say that okay. I like knew him, knew sure, him. Sure. We were in a in a Facebook group together before he really popped off. And there were some things there that were not impressive, but we kind of chopped it off to him being really young. And like, he was literally 16 at yeah. that time. Like, How old is he now? I think he's maybe 20. Turning okay. 20. Like young. he's, he's young. Okay. Young. Like, yeah. Um, but basically like I, and as an editorial artist, I don't really follow YouTube or like Instagram gurus as much, but like you right. really can't avoid like the yeah. big stuff. But, um, so there's an influencer. Well, she's not really an influencer. She is truly like a YouTube person. Her name is Tati glam life guru. She's been, she's one of the OGs. She's been on YouTube for a while and, um, just gives really like great advice. And, um, the thing I do like about her is she's a little bit older. She's in her like mid thirties, which yeah. okay. I don't even consider like or early to mid thirties. I don't that even I consider don't, old, I think yeah. but <laughs> when you look at 
the, when you look at everybody yeah. else that's influencing, it's all 19, 20 year olds. Mm. So I, I do think it's cool that she's a little right. bit older. Yeah. It's kind of like aspirational, you know? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And so she has an older audience, which I do mm. think comes into play later with this whole drama. Got it. Okay. Um, so basically when James was coming up, she really, she saw him because he had gotten some press and she really liked him, took him under her wing. They became very, very close to the point where he did her, her makeup for her wedding, like was flown out for that. Like they spent time in each other's houses. Like they really became family according to her and, and the evidence is there. Um, and there's been multiple times where she is uh, promoted him, supported him on her channel, on her Instagram, um, been like use James's code, like directly mm-hmm. put money in his pockets. Yeah. She had six million. She has around six million subscribers. Well, now she has more, which I don't. I genuinely don't think was her plan. But like yeah. maybe I'm just liking the capitalism of Not it all too her. much because like this is working <laughs> right. out in her favor as well. Yeah. But um, you know, uh, basically like they became really close. She has a line of vitamins called Halo Beauty. And they are like hair, skin, nail vitamins. Okay. She does some skin vitamins. But again, she has an older audience. So mm. yes, it might be like a difficult category to go into from yeah. like beauty and like vitamin. Like not that many people are going to invest in vitamins. But yeah. she has an older biotin. audience with, <laughs> with a little bit more money, right? And definitely mm. more of a head on their shoulders to make decisions about what they should be ingesting or not. Okay. Yeah. And uh, basically this all kind of kicked off because James did a sponsored like ad did a paid ad for another brand called sugar bear hair, which okay. is Tati's like direct competitor. Oh God. One that he has said, had said to her, according to her video that like verbatim, I would never work for them. Like how dare your other friends do this? That's not support. Blah, 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 blah. Like making it a point to be like, I would never do that. And then fast forward, um, posting about it when he got home from Coachella, um, being like, thank you, sugar bear hair, blah, 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 blah. So basically he had this whole story concocted when he got called out for it, that sugar bear hair, like he was just in VIP at Coachella and he felt unsafe. So sugar bear hair last minute offered him a security guard and artist bands. I did not know that. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So here's where James gets caught in a lie though, because he was stupidly on his Snapchat that morning with an artist band at like 7 a.m. Oh man. Like on his wrist. So like verbatim, you've been caught in a lie. Also, when we talk about, and and Tati was good to point this out in her video too, like when we talk about these very intricate contracts that come Mm -hmm. into um, influencers and working with brands and the fact that he knew he had a hashtag ad, like this was not a last minute thing. And actually Sugar Bear Hair had set it up with other influence like other influencers weeks prior, mm-hmm, like yeah. Manny MUA and a few other beauty ones that were going to Coachella. So it's like, this wasn't something that happened last minute yeah. at all. And he made up this story. And anyway, he didn't tell her until after he already posted it. And this for her was like devastating. Yeah. So I guess she had gone on her story. She hadn't named him, but just been like, I'm really upset. I'm having a really bad day. I feel like yeah. I'm not being supported by people that I've supported. Mm-hmm. And I think I've just had my last straw, yada, yada, yada. People were speculating, blah, 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 blah. Another Trump, like this, it's just so stupid. Another like guru drama. I don't even know. was like, Hey, like if you're going to talk about it, talk about it. Tell us what's up. Always. So she made this like 45 minute video, basically just detailing the start of their relationship Mm -hmm. and why she had been upset and what had happened. And also other things that had happened in their relationship to get to the point where she felt like she needed to publicly via YouTube be like, James, 
the relationship is done. We are no longer friends. And and really like kind of pointed out all the reasons for how she got there. And, you know, there's there's a, you know, besides the thing of like the vitamins, which I think is morally wrong um, as well for issues we talked about, you know, prior. Oh, yeah, I mean, yeah. Mm-hmm. He's selling you know, to like 14 year old, like 12 year olds. Yeah. I yeah. mentioned how Tati is selling vitamins to, um, you know, an older, yeah. uh, more mature yeah. uh, audience. When you talk about James Charles's audience, it primarily is like 12 to 14 to 16 year olds. It's young girls. It's so young. It's yeah. young kids. And Tati pointed out too, like it is so damaging, irresponsible and inappropriate to be marketing vitamins to like preteens and teenagers especially sleeping ones, especially when you mention that you've been having anxiety. And then on top of that, they look like little purple candy gummy bears. Like this is not okay. Like, and I am fully in support of that. Like, I think that is absolutely horrible and, and disrespectful to your audience. And that's when you know that like capitalism wins when like people can't even choose like what is morally right over, going to Coachella. Like we're not even talking about like X, Y, Z amount of money, but like getting an artist band at Coachella, which I'm sorry, but like when you're James Charles, like you can can, fucking buy one. Yeah, exactly. They're not that hard to come by if you're a person of means. Like it's just not like it, it. It's astronomical to me that you would be willing to like sell faux anxiety, sleeping pills to teenagers. That's not okay. Damn, His mind. I mean, so, so yeah, so she basically just does this whole video, just absolutely destroying him. And then she is talking about also, you know, there's other side of it, how apparently, Mm -hmm. and and it it correlates with things that he has tweeted and posted online, but he also is like very disrespectful of people's boundaries and consent, not in like, you know, there's no direct things of like assault or anything like that, but um, he is constantly talking about how there's no such thing as a straight man and he loves going after straight men. And there were oh. specific situations where he'd be going after young straight boy, t- like teenagers. Mm. Like, of course he was a teenager at the time too, but like still not at the time that you should be like trying to confuse or like seduce anyone. And it's just really not cool. And I guess he would say like Seems really blatantly predatory. things like very, yeah. just very, yeah. very predatory yeah. behavior. Like that's how you could say, like, I can't, claim or there were no claims of like assault or direct abuse but predatory creepy behavior that makes people uncomfortable and is potentially damaging and causing harm well it is damaging and causing harm um so there was kind of that aspect to it too so i mean like yeah he's lost over two million um subscribers on insta on youtube since since her video dropped and now other influencers that are also trash and horrible are like also coming (laughs) out and being like everything that you've heard about this person is true. Wow. I mean, man. there's also, there Hop was the, the Ebola, but there was also, there's been other scandals. Like yeah. there were previous tweets of his that were found of him, like making fun of black women that were just like, you know, not like straight up, like derogatory racism, but like light casual yeah. racism. Yeah. Yeah. And again, people were really quick to chalk it up as him being a teenager. And can then we, there was really the Ebola thing. So yeah. There was one of the, there was a time where he tweeted like going to Africa, hope I don't get Ebola. Oh and then like God. turned his phone off and got on the plane. And in those like Blew 12 up. hours, just all hell broke loose. And that yeah. was quite damaging for him as then as well, but he was able to still continue to building his brand. And you know, there's been other things that people have called him out for and 
you know, at this point, everyone's like, yes, he is the shitty person yeah. that everyone says and thinks he is, but worse. Yeah. Like with so many things that have happened, like he would have like already, if he was a, like a good person, he would have already like tried to learn from like. Yeah. I, I don't think there's ever been any true learning. I don't think there's been ever any true accountability. Yeah. I think, you know, I think the writing's on the wall yeah. with this one. And mm -hmm. I also personally, as someone who's a little bit older, I don't feel necessarily good about like James Charles's over party or like <laughs> destroying someone. And like, at, like this is still a young kid yeah. who yeah. threw himself to be fair into, into this world mm -hmm. and has made decisions, um, that I think were bad, but this is still a young person that yeah. is dealing with a lot of pressure and attention, uh, negative and positive. And I, I don't want to like celebrate it, but I think that you don't deserve, I don't think that you deserve your platform any longer. I, there's also been like, you know, there's things like he's been called out left and right for stealing looks from smaller artists, oh, no. like verbatim. He photoshops his pictures to ungodly ends. Like, and he's open about it, but he's still parading it around on Instagram that like, that's his work where it's like, and there are people that are only going to follow you on Instagram, not YouTube that aren't going to see right. that. Like there was a picture that he posted where he had literally cloned his left eye to his right. <laughs> like he didn't even like, and it, yeah. So I mean, <sighs> like, I just don't, I also don't think you're a, a professional makeup artist. If you only do your own makeup, I think you can be an yeah. enthusiast. I think you can be a guru. Yeah. I think you can be an influencer. I, I don't necessarily want to be in that space, but I acknowledge and respect the influencer yeah. space for what it can be. It's, it's a, it's a way for a lot of people to provide for themselves and that's right. great. But, um, it's I just don't think that if you're manipulating your work that much and yeah. if there's a clear difference in what you're posting on Instagram, then even what people are seeing, like from Getty images in real right. life, if you're Photoshopping your Getty images and leaving the watermark, I mean, I just, <laughs> I just think that James should take a break. I, and I, I think he probably will. Yeah. And this Hopefully. is not the first beauty guru mm -hmm. that's been like absolutely destroyed and damaged beyond repair this year. There was um, Laura Lee. Like basically there's always been Jeffree Star drama. He's oh, not yeah, really yeah, a good yeah. person yeah. either. I mean, he's so been, like, he's been around. and he's been going after James Charles in the past yeah, couple yeah. days. And I'm just like, God, I love when people I hate publicity. destroy each yeah. other. But also that, yeah, there's so many people that are joining in on the publicity of it all. Like Shane Dawson, ugh, just like terrible people that exist in like the beauty and YouTube space. But um, yeah, I, I just don't, I don't know. I think they really need to take a break. And like Laura Lee got caught with some like racist tweets. So basically a few people went after Jeffree Star when it turns out that they all had racist tweets too. <sighs> and um, they kind of just self imploded and it was really damaging to all right. of them. And but this is definitely like the biggest hit that anyone's ever taken. This is the biggest news that it's ever been. Like this is, this is pretty wild. All what we're and I don't think anyone expected it to be this bad that he would lose yeah. 2 million. Like, and it's still going. That's the Keep thing we don't even going. know. I mean, this could be the pod that cancels them for yeah. good, you know, we'll wait for that apology this tour. This is the final yeah. nail. This is the final nail. He's going to have an apology oh, tour course. that he'll charge $500 tickets for. That's for sure. And he's going to sing about his apologies. God, he's so oh, tacky. Yeah. Let's get he is passes. so tacky. I don't like, there's <laughs> so much to go fans. into, but like, yeah, you know, like I said, I don't feel necessarily great trying to like destroy him, but like, yeah, I, I'm not into you. And I think that you're a terrible person. Uh, yeah. yeah. I mean, I don't know what his reaction did. Does he have like a reaction vid? To yeah. He, he posted like a, <laughs> like him looking like shit, bare faced crying video, oh, just like I Laura, optics, you know? just like Laura Lee did after, after this mm -hmm. happened. And just, you know, no one's taking it seriously right. because again, he, 
even in that video, he's sticking to these lies about like, oh, well, it was a last minute thing. But it's like, no, like you've yeah. been tangentially proven a liar yeah. by your own self because the snaps don't line up, sis. Right. Like, <laughs> shister, the, <laughs> him and all his sisters. Like, sister, it doesn't line up. Make it make sense. I like, still know yeah. why people don't. And just, you know, when you're caught, I don't get it. Like, I don't understand why people just don't go, you know what? You're right. You got me. When people can't just say you got me and take accountability, like that's for me. I can't have respect for you because that's sudden. That's some Donald Trump fake alternative. When you're just pretending, like when you're just going to stick by that fake story and like your alternative and you're going to like, I just think that is so fraudulent and I'm I'm such like a, yeah. yeah, People, people respect like, and and knowing that there are 12 to 14 year olds that don't have the media literacy to understand what's really going on and who are going to still believe his story and be hoodwinked into it. And you're manipulating them and taking advantage of that. I think that's fucking evil. Mm -hmm. Wow. All right, that's James Charles, everyone. Yeah, I just think you know, media literacy is everything, and I have to shout out my favorite pod, Eating for Free. Eating for Free, helping get me here. I feel like I've been my third eye has been opened. Like (laughs) I've been awakened to like how these things really work and what PR spins are, and it's just helping me understand these. And I just feel bad for young kids that are living in a world right now where they didn't even have like pre Donald Trump. Oh no. Yeah. You know, like think about that. I mean, facts and narrative are so challenged right now Mm -hmm. and, and we're losing sense of reality. And I I just hate that people in positions of power and privilege like James are able to use that and, and to use their young audiences and monetize them. It really, because he's he's trying to put food on food on his table as a big, like, right, I'm not saying like, like it's just food on the yeah. table. You know, I'm just like saying caviar. like that's yeah, like, well, you know yeah. what I mean? Like you know, but he's just he's like, made millions of dollars. So subscribe to Eating for Free, right? Yes, subscribe, subscribe to, to Eating for Free. Eating for free, honestly. Yeah, come on the pod. We'll go go on yours. Yeah, um, I would love that. We'll send Molly on. Actually, we'll just send Molly on your pod. Right. Yeah, absolutely. If you will, they're great. But if you want to listen to Eating for Free, we're just talking about this. I'm going to shout them out. It's like basically pop and media culture through an anti-capitalist lens. And it's amazing. But also shout out Dewey Dudes. Like this is my new other only other podcast I'll be oh listening to because wow. I trust Thank it. It's a, I really enjoyed the first one. Well, you're gonna make it a lot better. Thank you. I feel like you're the thought leader in in the I'm room a, right now, and we're leader. listening. We're listening. We're here. We're listening. I'm. I don't know if I'm a thought leader in the way that I want people to follow my thoughts, but I have them. We're following, <laughs> and I'll say yeah. them out loud. We'll we'll activate all three listeners. <laughs> yeah. to follow. Yeah. Um, also, I don't know. This is like so yeah. not to like throw it back to Kylie skin, but I no, also think it, it was let's interesting that she did the walnut scrub. The because walnut really scrub. all we have right now is just names of the products and prices. We don't have any other information. Yeah. There's a walnut scrub in that line, which scares me for the kids because they're all going to be cutting their faces up. Oh, yeah. Like that stuff, when you have jagged edges like that, like maybe they're microbeads, but it's a walnut scrub. So I doubt it. But like when you have jagged edges like that, like St. Ives apricot scrub, like that is stuff is so bad for yeah. your skin. Because oh, yeah. I've been saying that for years. It's micro cuts in yeah. your skin. So you're just basically like... You're gonna lose all elasticity. Yeah, you're gonna see, be rough feeling. Like somebody's bathroom, I'm like, oh no, get that, throw that out. When I see that, I'm like, oh no. It's like John Waters always says, "Don't fuck people that don't have books." I'm like, don't fuck don't people that you've seen ass. Yeah. Oh <laughs> my god, oh, <laughs> that's, man, that's really funny. Or a three that's in the one. Name, that's the name of the app. Yeah. Wait, you guys, <laughs> honestly, one, yeah. also, can I be a Dewey dude? Just kidding, but I would like be honored. But also, um. Yeah, you are, dude. Every guest, everyone is. is. Yeah, everyone's a dude. Are we all dudes? Dewey dude. Yeah. It's 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 non-gendered. It's, it's not gendered. He's a dude. Do you remember that song from Good Burger? 
That's of course, oh yeah. God. Yeah. We're all that should dudes. be your theme song. Man. That should be your pod intro. That would be the we'll, pod we'll, Is him we'll, singing we'll that in, in we'll the shower in. because he's cleansing himself. <laughs> Yo. Damn, dude. A bunch of 90s kids. Damn. Man. Um, you know, truly. talking about the walnut scrub. Oh, yeah. So let's, let's get into yeah. let's get into the lineup. Let's get into the top shelf. Let's get into Drop the Routine. AM and PM. What are we working on? Okay, what so brands do we need to shout out? My AM and PM routines are pretty similar, I will say. Sometimes I'll switch it out, but um, so a little bit, little bit, but a little bit about my skin. I'm really dry, I'm really sensitive, I'm prone to eczema. And so a lot of my skincare routine as I've gotten older is all about like maintenance and make yeah. sure my eczema does not come back. Because a couple of years ago, when things were really taking off for me. I had really, really bad breakouts of eczema only on my face, Oof, on my man. eyes, around my mouth. So like I was just like red and scaling and I'm like, how am I supposed to show up as like a makeup artist? And my yeah. face looks like this and I can't even wear like any makeup mm. on. T- like it was it was really hard. It was hard for my self-esteem, too. But um, I found this amazing line called Aven, which is a French um, pharmacological. Spell it. Yeah, uh, it's so it's A V E N E, but it has like a oh, an accent. Yeah. Over the first we get a lot event. of DMs about eczema actually. So this is continuing. Oh yeah. yeah. I'm so we, seriously, yeah. you guys can forward any eczema questions to me because I feel like I've really figured out like how to treat at home most amazing. versions of it. But so Aven has this amazing um line. They have well, they have multiple lines, but everything is all about sensitive. It's it's basically made for people with sensitive skin, mm-hmm. people with dermatitis, things like that. And they have anti-aging and stuff like that, but they make a lot of specific products to that. Um, so to get me out of that, so for anyone who has eczema, I used, um, the Aven Zara Calm Lipid Replenishing Balm, which you get this like huge seven ounce thing of, thing of for like 30 bucks. So it's a really good value because it's like basically body lotion size and you can use okay. it on your body or your skin. But basically when eczema happens, the reason that we get scaling, <laughs> fucking background noise. I'm sorry. No, it's good. I just like, it's so funny because it's like. I'm being, I'm trying to be so gentle and we've got like this such it's a violent. It's a really great juxtaposition. Yeah, right? I love it. So when we're talking about our routine. So. <laughs> <laughs> um, Amelia's so, a master at auto. auto anyway, so yeah, he'll get it. He'll when get we get eczema, basically the reason our skin scales and gets patchy and dry like yep. that and it can't take in moisture is because our lipid barrier is gone. Okay. The lipid barrier of the skin is what literally binds and retains moisture to our okay. skin. So that's what makes all of it really work. It, it's what allows us to be dewy dudes. It, it's what allows us to take in our products. So mm-hmm. when we lose that layer, we can not only, we can't soak in product, but we can't retain it either. So you'll, people will be putting balms and lotions and oils on top and it it's will not, just, it's nothing. it yeah. literally will just sit on top. Yeah. It won't penetrate. It won't do anything. Will cause harm? Um, it's not necessarily no. going to cause harm. It would be a little relief for like okay. the top layer of your skin. Yeah. So it's not like, you know, you'll get a little relief out of it, but it's not treating and it's not going to rebuild. It's not going to make it go away. So what you need is you need products that specifically have lipid replenishing, like essential fatty acids in them and, and yeah. lipid barrier, um, protecting and replenishing things. So that lipid balm from, um, Aven for me was like life changing. I just started mm-hmm. like literally just like smothering, smothering it on my it eyes. And like within two weeks, it was such a drastic reduction within That's a like, month. Where? It was gone. Wow. Like Man. nuts. So I keep some on, uh, at, 
on okay. hand at home just in case. But I, keep I that rarely thing on. <laughs> I keep that more fun thing on. But I rarely use it now. It's great. Yeah. But wow. I have found a few other products in their okay. line that I really okay. love. So my skincare routine starts with the Aven Cleansing Bar. Okay. Which is, yes, a bar of soap. Yeah, yeah. Wow. Oh, man. But here's the amazing thing about this bar of soap. Yeah. It is actually soap free. Okay. So it's okay. really, really, really gentle. It doesn't have like the um, cleansing agents that are really, really intense and mm. that are stripping for people with sensitive skin. So it just gives a really nice milky lather. I'll usually double wash with that. Okay. It gets my makeup. I wouldn't say it's like a makeup remover, but yeah. I don't typically wear a ton. So okay. I feel like it's fine. But I always start with that. What I absolutely love about it, y'all, uh-huh. this bar is ten dollars. And because it is a bar, it lasts me for like yeah, five, really six time. months. Where can you yeah. buy it? Where, Amazon? I buy it on Amazon. <laughs> okay. You can also get it from a few different skincare, uh, skincare, skincare, but, um, I know that uh, like randomly the Walgreens at, okay. um, at six corners in Wicker uh, has okay. some event okay. products. Yeah. So like, if you do want to check out anything in person, you can in that like upstairs fancy areas, like, if you're in Chicago, yeah, but like bigger Walgreens in general is like those. Yeah. yeah like they might have some things. Rabbit. I haven't seen the bar there, but if you want to okay. kind of just like get a scope for the brand and what mm-hmm. kind of stuff they mm-hmm. have, um, that can be a good place. And like random apothecaries will have it okay. too. So I think actually Aaron's apothecary would have it in there over. So it's all natural. It's not no. natural, no. And and we can get into that too. There's benefits of being natural and not natural. Okay. Like natural or not is not necessarily a good or bad thing. Right. But um, yeah, so, so you can find it, but definitely I buy it online just because it's easier, but it lasts me forever. Okay. And then when I was at Dezo in LA, I just got this little like net bag that when it breaks into a few little pieces at oh. the end it keeps it all in there so you can oh, like still use it all really up nice. so like get your money's worth mm-hmm. yeah that's a, okay that's so that's always right like there. my first so you double cleanse with that yeah cool. i'll usually so and you like your makeup yeah. first then you'll wash yeah again. so okay. like if i have a lot of makeup on i'll like throw in like milky jelly cleanser or okay, i'll do like um i even got i tried their milky oils so like okay. i'll do that with my eyes sometimes if i have like mm-hmm. a lot I of makeup on the milky jelly cleanser yeah you apply that before like lathering lathering right? yes okay. yeah you can you i mean you mm. could you do, do you it want. but like i i find that i get more bang out of it when i put it on massage it and then i use the water to activate it, it which is it. pretty typical for like a jelly kind of cleanser yeah. like that okay. too yeah. um or like a balm cleanser in a way my, yeah. yeah yeah so um yeah so i'll do like jelly cleanser or you know if i feel like i'm more oily or something like that i might use whatever random sample i get sent a lot of random stuff so i get to try mm. a lot but like the event is like bay, like that is <laughs> okay. really like my go-to. I'm gonna use that every day. I travel with it. Like can't okay. live without it. Yeah. So we're we're cleansed. We're At cleansed. This point we're cleansed. We're cleansed. So next, I'm gonna do um, Pixie Glow Toner, which I'm Ooh. obsessed with. And you in the U.S. can find this at Target, Man. even though it is a U.K. brand. But um, it is only sold at Target in the U.S. or online. So that's where you need to head. But you can get it. Uh, the Target size one is like 15 bucks. Okay. Nice. Um, so this is like a 5% glycolic acid toner. Oh, okay. So this is where I'm getting like my daily chemical exfoliation. Yeah. I okay. live by this stuff. I love this stuff okay. for me. It has been the most calm and gentle, but effective on my mm-hmm. skin. Um, it has really great buffers in it. It's not too expensive. My sister actually got me like a big, huge 250 milliliter one for Christmas <laughs> that has a pump. Damn. And I've been so... working off that thing. Yeah. And I love it. So I'm How long I'm would it take fan. you to go through that, you think? Um, I haven't even... No, I've had a it year? since Christmas. Six and months? 
I mean, the, like the regular ones, like the regular ones. No, the one size. that your sister got you. Oh, the big one. I still have I'm it. I mean, like out. I'm not even like a third of the way in and she gave it to me for Christmas. Yeah. So it's now yeah, it's awesome. almost the end of May. Yeah. It's mid-May. Yeah. It's wild. Yeah. I actually was thinking about the other. I'm like, this is lasting a really long time. I'd say the target size lasts me about a month. Okay. And so sometimes when I go there, I'll just buy two. Right. Yeah. So Are you the type that puts it in like a spray bottle or do you use cotton yeah, pads? No, I'm a cotton pad yeah. kind of gal. Okay. Um, I'll do some spray bottles sometimes for things like or if I'm traveling and it's easier but I have been known to put like glycolic toners in spray bottles and use them for my body okay. because um, I have KP. So I tend to have like really rough, dry skin. Okay. So I like to get like exfoliation, like acid exfoliation down there too. But for that one, I'll typically do the ordinary because they oh, have a glycolic yeah. acid mm-hmm. and there's fewer buffers in it. I mean, the ordinary it's hits and misses. You're going to yeah. get what you pay for. This is like a huge thing of glycolic acid that you're getting for like eight bucks. So yeah. it's Damn. great. Yeah. You don't have the same buffers. So I don't usually recommend it. Um, for your skin, for like your face, yeah. but you know, our skin is a lot more durable on our body. So I think it's great for that. So I'll put that in a sprayer and like after I get out of the shower, if I feel like I need it, I will just spray okay. it on That's and nice. it kind of stings, but it feels good. <laughs> but, um, I love that. So, so we're toned. Yeah. So we're toned. And then I'm going to go into another toner. So oh, after yeah. I do Whoa. my glycolic, that, I go in with my bay. It's more like an essence. They call it a okay. toner. And this is, I think it's just kind of the semantics translation of semantics from Korea to here. So I uh, use yeah. Dr. Okay. Jart okay. ceramidin lotion. Yeah, we do. Um, they used to call it a serum. Okay. Now they call it a toner. It is really like an essence. Yeah. And I think they've just been, <laughs> I think like, they've just been trying close. to figure yeah. out, I think they've been trying to figure out like how right. to market it because sure. mm-hmm. America really is new to like essences yeah. and yeah. like doesn't really fully grasp that yet. So um, I put that on. So for me, that's my maintenance step for my eczema. So the ceramide in line from Dr. Jar is all about protection and nourishing that lipid barrier. So I love this thing. Also, it is $40, but you get 5.3 ounces. So when we're talking about toners or a serum, like, yeah, and yeah. it really has a, it's really like a serum kind of texture. So okay. you're not using as okay. much yeah. like 5.3 ounces. That's most serums are sold one for that price. Yeah. So it does last me like four months. It lasts me a long time. So I feel like, you know, that's a worthwhile investment mm-hmm. for me. And I just try to wait till like Sephora is doing their 20% they off just, or something like that. They just, did you cut yeah. anything from me? Yeah. I did just yeah. get mine. Yeah. I, uh, I re-upped. Um, so they have a, if you like that product too, they have a great cream that goes with that too. But, um, so then I have my essence on, mm-hmm. then I'm going to go into like my serum. So I'll either do a hyaluronic from like the ordinary yeah. or I'll do like the Glossier if I have it, which really cool that they just re-released that yeah, today. The Double the size yeah. for the Double same size. price. Hello. Because that was my critique about that. I went through it, it was, in like two weeks. Yeah. Man, that's really quick. Yeah. yeah. Um, so I just like to use like a, you know, hyaluronic with B12. Just give me that. Mm-hmm. Give me that glow. Yep. Yeah. Um, and then. Oh, I've, got, I've got a question about when, yeah. uh, how you apply your hyaluronic. Yeah. Do you um, try to go into a space where there's a lot of moisture in the air? I don't really. Whoa, yeah. I've never even gotten I that. I know. You mentioned that one. Yeah. Like, with I've that. Never I guess I'm just always in my bathroom. So okay. if I'm out of yeah. the shower, yeah. But mm. I don't yeah. think I take it that far. Do okay. you pat it in? Um, do you just like a little kitty in? cat? Yeah. I kind of like do like a rub and pat, like I make sure it's spread out and then I'll like yeah. work it in. Okay. Okay. The, the one that I have right now from the ordinary, it's like a little tackier. So it yeah. kind of like needs to be worked mm-hmm. into the skin a little yeah. bit more. Cause it, otherwise it. it just yeah. kind of like lays on Le- top. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I also have right now, I have a Sunday Riley retinoid. I oh. think it's called a plus. How is that? Cause it's I really love pricey, it. Isn't it. I mean, it is. I got a trial of it. I don't Ooh. think I'm going to buy it. I don't have that money. But um, I'm really liking that. I do have their CEO serum. And oh, like okay. sometimes if I'm feeling like a little lackluster and I want brightness, I'll throw yeah. that in. Okay. 
Um, and then I, right now for moisture, I'm actually using the Glossier Priming Rich oh, okay. because I was like, I should go through this because I'm trying to like, um, shop my stash right now and not really like buy things I don't need. So okay. like, I'm going to keep buying like my cleanser if I run out of it sure. and my mm-hmm. essence. But when it comes to moisture, I have a lot of them laying yeah. around at yeah. home and I want to use them up and not be wasteful. So I'm going through that right now and I right. really like it. Um, another one of my favorites is by first aid beauty and it's the ultra repair cream. It's really great for sensitive skin. It's totally fragrance free. Um, it has colloidal oatmeal in it. So if you do have rosacea or sensitivities or itchiness, it's great for that. Um, first aid beauty is another great line that's sold at Sephora. Um, some altos will have it, but, um, it's another great line that is all about sensitive and, and like making sure your skin stays as like normal as possible yeah, and and so i love that i love a primer by them i use in my makeup kit all the time they have like this like glow primer with coconut that i'm obsessed with but um the ultra repair cream is great because the two ounce size is size is 12 bucks and i think the like five ounce size is 20 or something like that it's really really yeah, affordable as well yeah. and you can use it on your face and body so it's kind of like a nice option if people like to do just like if you do want to be lazy and have a two in one, like your lotion, you can two in one with this one. So okay. I love that. So do you use anything on your eyes? Um, oh, yeah, I'm we the forgot. worst. Yeah. Well, I noticed we forgot in the last pod to talk about our eye yeah. routine. Yeah. I'm the worst. That's another one of those things that like some days I'm going to remember to do it. And some days I'm not, mm-hmm. I yeah. don't personally have an eye cream that I'm obsessed with. That's another yeah. one of those things that I just use whatever I have on hand because I know it's totally. important to have yeah. just any moisture there than, than nothing. Um, I think right now in my kit, I actually have the first aid beauty one. It's okay. like a five in one. And I'm really liking that. Um, I also will use in my kit. Dr. Brandt has one called oh, no, no more, more baggage. baggage. Yeah. Yeah. So I, go, if you have me. issues with puffiness, that yeah. one's really nice, but I, it's, it's not really great for people that wear makeup. So it's okay, better yeah. than that. I noticed like I'd been using it for like, Oh, I get really bad. Like yeah. bags and puffy eyes, even when I'm like well rested and I'd been using it for a bit and it worked really well. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, like I couldn't, like I would put it on and it just wouldn't like dry. It'd be like chunky in my oh. eye. And I don't know if it was like that like, specific. It's that smooth kind of, it's like pilling up almost yeah. It's because it's dimethicone based. That'll happen if you put a little too much on. Okay. And so now that it, you've had it for a little bit longer and it's thickened a little yeah. bit, that just might yeah, be what's happening. I'd always, I'd always like meet up with someone and they're like, what's, what's on, what's on your eyes? Oh yeah. Just try yeah. to do like a super 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 thin layer and if not like see if you can exchange it and just be like yeah right it's not like you know it's not working you know that's kind of the nice thing about like sephora and ulta they have really like that lacks return policy yeah yeah, very liberal which i try not to take advantage of but i definitely do sometimes i mean corporations who cares but um (laughs) just kidding sephora sponsor me But yeah, yeah. Eyes, eyes, I just kind of use whatever I have on, right. on hand. You know, a that's really good, I mean, um, I, I'm kind of on the hand another kind of really good one for under eye puffiness is actually from Sunday Riley. To me, that is the most like amazing deep puffer really? eye cream I've ever seen. I think they still have it. Let me do a quick Google. I, yeah. It's called, it was called start over. Okay. Um, yeah, the eye products are one thing I've been like really struggling to find like something good. So what it actually had in it, um, was a diuretic. So mm. what it would do is like actually physically remove the water that's built out oh, from under your eyes. Okay. So you would tear up a little bit at oh first because it would be literally like deep puffing. Whoa. And so to, that shit works. Yeah. They still have it. I think, well, they're calling it auto correct. Sunday Riley start over eye cream. They still sell it. No, it says out of stock. Wait, let me do like a little, um, 
They still have it. Okay. Yeah. So start over. And it, that's when it, it is a little bit pricey. Um, 60, 80, 100. It's more around the 100. Oh, okay. So yeah, you know this is good. more of an investment piece. Yeah. Um, like all my Johns. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But, um, you know, but this is for people that like, if, if you're really finding that like nothing else works yeah. and this is like your thing that you really yeah. want to take care of, I will say that is an amazing product. I will. Yeah. I've, yeah. I've been looking for so long. Yeah. It, the diuretic is the and key And you just notice like it. an immediate, like it's an immediate You change. feel it. Like okay. your eyes will start watering up okay. a little okay. bit. Like, and you'll see it. Yeah. yeah. Within okay. about 10, 15 minutes. It's wild. I love Damn. products like that. Like the one yeah. product I have that it's like where you notice immediate change. We're flowing now, by the way. <laughs> yeah. We've there. now transitioned. Hey, there's a landscaper out there. Um, <laughs> is uh, the Dr. Jart's um, that color correcting Sikapair? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. That thing, like literally, because I get red after I sometimes I do my my yeah. routine, and maybe I'm doing it too rough, or maybe Dr. I'm Jart's using the wrong amazing. the wrong products. But like yeah. that'll just like that'll change everything. Yeah, I actually a friend of mine is really into that line yeah. too, and you know that they do amazing deals at Christmas, right? Yeah, I do now. Okay, so they will have every year at Christmas, they'll have the sick affair for the same like $52 price point, but right. they'll do have it in a box set with a bunch of other stuff from their line to try for like absolutely free. Yeah, they do. Um, yeah, that's insane. They do pretty big Black Friday sales too, mm-hmm. right? Just capitalism. They do. I mean, <laughs> yeah, I, I love their line. I love their sheet masks. I personally, yeah. I tried sick affair. I don't have tons of redness, so yeah. I didn't feel like I really needed right. it in in comparison to how much I needed moisturizers with other things Mm -hmm. for my issues. Um, But I I know that people love that line. I'm obsessed with that ceramide line because for Mm -hmm. me, that's that's my issue. I want to worry about my lipid barrier. And they have an amazing cream that goes with it. Um, I haven't gotten it because it's a little bit pricey. It's about 40. But like if that's in your price point, go for it. It's amazing. Um, If I'm ever balling, you'll see it on my top shelf. (laughs) Um, But they also have a sheet, like they have amazing sheet masks yeah. and their masks are great too. And I usually will get the ceramidin mask and like take it with me on a flight. Anytime mm, yeah. I know that like my like moisture barrier is mm-hmm. threatened, yeah. like I take it with me. And actually I forgot it on this last trip to San Fran and now I have like three little pimples and I'm oh, like, man. it's because I didn't have my mask. Oh. I wasn't taking care of my skin. Like, I don't know. It's probably just because I was traveling in general. But yeah, traveling just really hard. On yeah. yeah, I mean, planes are just so gross and yeah. full of germs. Yeah, I will be the bitch with like wet ones and hand sanitizer <laughs> wiping down the entire area around me every yeah. flight. Every flight. I mean, I think like, that's good that you're doing that. People need to like visual. They need to see a visual. They need to see other people. They need to see do someone it. do it. And then and people. Then, and then I'll offer them to the yeah. people next to me because they're like, actually, yeah. And I'm like, yeah. listen, look, they're like, you can see the dirt, you can see the crumbs, you can see the coffee stains. Like this stuff yeah. is not being yeah. cleaned. Yeah. And you see some shit on airplanes. Like, yeah, it's true. Like, yeah. I'm just uh, you. I get sick almost every time I fly if I don't do that. Yeah. yeah. So, um, but Raven loves it because we like at the airport. And I'm just handing out wet ones, to, yeah. like antibacterial wipes to everybody. I'm such a mom. That's nice. <laughs> Man, mm. did you so, want to say something? No, we're you know. I'm sorry, we're, I cut you off. This is a, this is a, this is a deep cut where um we're this almost so an hour and twenty minutes in. Oh, oh that's fine. That's fine. That's you I, can edit out stuff. Yeah. Oh, we, I know. Oh, no, we're gonna keep. Oh, he knows. We're gonna keep going. I was aggressive. I'll make the final cuts. <laughs> <laughs> um, um. Okay. We got a few more questions. We got through my routine, right? Yeah. 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 Is that the whole routine? Yeah. I mean, that's pretty much it. I'm. I'm also like, ironically. 
I don't wear a lot of makeup. Like this is a lot for me right now. Just it's like designers when they're styling, yeah. you know, or people yeah, are it, styling. It's you know, like, I you used know. to wear so much when I was like trying to prove myself and I was practicing, yeah. but like, you know, this is my job and my relationship right. with it has changed. And so like, I finally have like my normal girl, just like a couple products bags that yeah. I have for myself. But the only other thing I'll usually throw on is like that for also from first aid beauty, that coconut primer that I mentioned, because right. it has like a pearl glow. Mm-hmm. So I'll just put that on and that my, my face will just look really like glowy right. and it, it's not like coverage or anything, but that's like about it. And then I just do like mascara and brows. Usually I'm very lazy, Damn, but that's really, that's really it. I mask a lot too, though. I will say, How um, so you're a masker. A lot of people are. I'm a masker. Like, there's some people who are. There's a big community of like anti-maskers. Really? Yeah. Like I yeah. would. I would rather have a pretty simple routine and then throw in masks to like kind of diagnose myself every once in a while. But right. I love the ordinary alpha hydroxy, like the AHA, BH, oh, yeah. the one that looks like blood or like wine yep. on uh-huh. your face. Yep, yep. I love. Andy uses that one. Yeah. Love that Shout one. Out Andy. It makes your skin like a brand new baby, y'all. Yeah. Like a brand new baby. Like it doesn't matter. And anytime you're doing an exfoliating treatment like that, like we talk about exfoliating acids so much just because there's so, there's so many benefits you get from it. It's anti-aging. Yeah. It's preventing, um, you right. know, dead skin buildup. It's allowing your products to work better. Mm-hmm. Like it, it's, it's going to be great for breakouts. Like there's so many reasons to have exfoliating acids in your routine. So that's personally my favorite one. I also really, really love the, uh, a little bit pricier, the pumpkin enzyme mask from, um, oh my gosh, I'm forgetting the name. <sighs> It's is it another doctor? It's at Sephora. Oh my gosh, they also oh, have Dennis Gross. That Dennis one. Gross. No, it's is not it gross that or gross? one. It's gross. gross. Um, gross. It's not that one. Let me. Yeah, look it up. I'm the worst. The only pumpkin mask I've done was the Summer Fridays one. Oh, how was it? It was really good. Peter Thomas Roth. Oh, pumpkin I enzyme have, mask. Oh, that oh, one is so good. I have their hyaluronic like that is some like, branding. Yeah. There. Sometimes like when I've been up late, I'll yeah. put them on, go to bed, and I wake up and like my eyes are like yeah. Not PTR as is another really great yeah. brand, and like it's a little bit pricier, yeah. but their prices are not astronomical. Yeah. Like you know, their 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 highest end is going to be about a hundred dollars, and yeah. like their masks are all around fifty, but you're getting quite a big tub of it. Yeah. Um, I love that mask, and then I'll do the new origins. Um, cannabis healing mask too because it's like basically it's not like anything like you know a lot of people are just getting behind that marketing but they've realized that cannabis seed oil is just really nourishing for your skin and really calming and moisturizing so I'll just do that when I just like need an extra a little bit of love yeah yeah Yeah. that's the routine man yeah okay well moving on um this new segment um we're gonna do with all of our guests oh Um, we're gonna ask you okay as an expert as professional (laughs) Not an esthetician, not a dermatologist, but someone who is has to make people are a working professional artist. Yes, an artist making sure people are show ready. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Mm -hmm. rate our glow right now. Rate it right now. Yep. Okay. It's okay. You can, you know, like Emilio's got a great glow going on. You see that in kind of like that T zone. You've got a little coming through. He's got a really good T zone. You've got a little good. Like you've got some nice radiance. You're in the wrong part like i can't see because you're not in the light evan there's a glow there too you guys look great Man. i have to say i'm gonna give you guys like an eight because it's 10 Perfect. like so how do 10 we get like, to a 10 how do we get to a 12 it's 10 like optimum optimum glow or is 10 like oily 
Ooh, uh, no. you know what I mean? Like, yeah. are we talking? We're only yeah. talking good glow. I think, good glow. yeah, good glow. Okay, then I'm gonna bump you guys up to like a nine. Okay. The okay. only way I could give you a ten is yeah. if you were just like freshly like. Oh yeah. <laughs> newborn. Oh yeah. yeah. I mean, like if you had just done like a mask. We should have done. We should have done a mask. I brought yeah. one. I was like, should, you. You know what you should do? I think would be a great segment is you, you guys should do the podcast interview while you're masking. I think yeah. so too. I think like, that's a good idea. Not sheet masks. I think that'd be. Like, yeah, you know. I wouldn't be. You know. Hello, I have to angle. I know. But definitely everything. masking, you know? I think yeah. it'd be fun. Yeah. Wow, that's a really good this idea. This is my podcast now. You can have it. I mean, <laughs> you're making it so much better. I literally, you're like, um, just some We've production notes. You're, you're, for you guys. you're glowing We've it up. A huge, yeah. I know. Yeah. I tried to look dewy too. I put no, on my yeah, little, no, you look great. I put on my Glossier Halo Scope. Ooh. I sometimes I'll wear like tinted lip balms on my cheeks mm-hmm. just because I would rather have like glowing mm-hmm. skin than like actual color. Right. But then it's funny because it starts eating away at my mascara and then I end up with like panda. <laughs> over my cheeks so you know it's fun you pick one i mean i'm so new I, i'm still very bad at like differentiating between like makeup and just people's natural beauty yeah. which is like natural beauty. you know it's usually like if there's color is that a or bad sparkle. word too is that like a bad no like a everything's marketed shape. like that now it's like oh yeah. you know like not, no makeup makeup yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. no right, i don't right. think that's bad but i'm um, so bad at differentiating when like women are all like it's makeup i'm like I don't know. It doesn't matter. You could, like, but like, are people, are you saying like, oh, your skin looks good. And they're like, it's makeup. Yeah. Yeah. I'd still be like, thank you. Thank you. But you know what you should say? You said, no one in particular, but you know. You know what you should you say? Should. This is how you're going to get the ladies. Okay. Uh, so lay that okay. line on, or no, I'm going to lay the line on you. Wow. You have great skin. Oh, you're laying it on me? Yeah. And then you're supposed to say like, it's just makeup. It's just makeup. Well, you have to have good skin to have good makeup. Oh. Oh. Whoa, that's really good. Yeah, that's a good Damn. one. Put that in your back so pocket. next time, put that in your back pocket. That's... Next time someone tries to oh. be like, "Don't compliment me," <laughs> I'm gonna try and undermine myself because we do that yeah. a lot as women. We're like, Ugh. Okay. so just be like, "Well, you have to have good." Skin. I'm gonna have to cite you. I would be like, if someone said yeah. that to me, I'd be like, "Oh, okay. you have to have good skin." You are learned, sir. Yeah. Wow. You know. <laughs> Damn. Tell me more about exfoliating acids. Oh, this all goes back to the gold star. We're just trying to get some golden stars. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you need it. No, I'm kidding. You guys are great. Thank okay, you. well, we're, we're eights. We're nines, right? We're nines. We're nines. We're nines. It's really Fuck generous. it. We're going to do a ten. ten. You guys are great. I mean, I'm seeing glow. You. I'm seeing doing this. I'm seeing clear, beautiful, wow. well taken wow. care of skin. We've got clean fingernails, it's y'all. It's just genetics, oh, man. Too. Better than mine, probably. <laughs> <laughs> um, Shit. Well, wow. Thank so, you so much for giving us that. Our very first rating. Wow. (laughs) Um, Honored. It's all up from here, boys. All up from here. Okay. Well, I want to talk about your work a little bit. Okay. Because I forgot to include in the intro that you are, please tell me if this is the wrong thing to call you. You are the queen of glow and glitter. Is that good? I'm never going to say no to that. No to that? Okay. Yeah. No. I was just thinking because I look um, at your work and there's an aesthetic. Like you have an aesthetic. Yeah. yeah Anybody definitely. Definitely who's listening to this pod, mm-hmm. go to at Molly Gloss. And also I want to touch on the fact Gloss. Mm. Is that your actual last name? No. Oh, all right, all right. Wouldn't it be great? But I low key like I would change it to. Just yeah. do it. Just do it. I think I'm going to. No. Um. So my last name is Persian. So it's okay. like really hard to say, okay. spell, remember. And so I was just like, mm, you know. Mm, gonna yeah. do something else and people had already started calling me gloss as a nickname because um this is so embarrassing you know and like you're dumb and people are like if you were a rapper what would you and like before uh, the yeah, question yeah, was yeah, even yeah. finished i was like little glossy like <laughs> little i already glossy. knew like i had thought about it so people at barney started calling me little glossy that was right. like my finsta for a while like um like yeah so people then people started calling me gloss and i just i kind of rolled with it 
Um, it sounds famous. Yeah, yeah. it I works. Never would have even also just like yeah. privacy wise, like yeah. these days totally, with like the totally internet. True. Like I think that's super valid. Like when okay. I was starting, it was always use your real name. You want people to like use your real name, look you up by your real name. And now it's kind of like no internet anonymity and like safety needs yeah. to be taken yeah. seriously yeah. too. Especially which is if why we made a podcast with our names out there. Yeah, I mean, and <laughs> no. The older I get, though, like the more like reserved I want to be, like online. Yeah, I mean, no, definitely. And there's yeah. so like, and especially the more left you are, the more vocal about being left you are. Like, the, I've had friends been toxed before. Oh, it man. is not fun, y'all. Yeah. I'm not really? trying to attract that kind of attention. Yeah. Oh yeah, I've had like alt right blogs mentioned me because I was donating money to people like like in a Facebook group like it's like very they are very like there are fucking freak weirdos out there that will like be like oh you're you want it you love communism like I'm gonna leak all of your personal information to like 3,000 people who are going to be threatening you like it's nuts so I just I don't know I think that's important these days too yeah Absolutely. You guys are like, okay, the adopting stage names. <laughs> I know, right? Changing my handle. Um, Changing change my name. No, it, it works out perfectly. Yeah, okay. but going back, like, oh, I work? definitely have, like, a point of view, for sure. For sure, for sure. I mean, I, I'm, like, a very dreamy person, and I love thinking about things and, like, feelings and moods and colors. And yeah. I just think I try to translate that. I just don't like boring things. Mm -hmm. Like I love creating something and I love that makeup is so temperamental. Like I can create like some sort of creature or person and then it literally wipes off and it's done. And like, I have to do another one. Like that's kind of tough because you're so proud when you create something and you create your art and to know that it's just going to be wiped off is like, yeah, destroying it is part of the process. Yeah. But that's kind of like, that's kind of the beauty of it too. Mm -hmm. You know, um, that things are so temperament, like temporary mm-hmm. and right. all of that. So yeah. Uh, I don't know. I just, I like, it's just more interesting to me. I, and it's like, it's not even that I have like some grand vision or like a world that I say that I live in. I know that some yeah. artists are very that, but I yeah. just, I just think it's, I just want to have fun whenever I can. And I think it's more exciting. I think it's prettier. I think it's cooler. Yeah. Like I just love color. I do. And I'm looking at your page right now. Yeah. It's, it's cool. I've gotten to, you know, and, and luckily like I am very, very grateful to work with a lot of people that like recognize that and see that and Mm -hmm. like kind of give me free reign to, I have a lot of clients that just like trust me and let me do my thing and like, don't give me any like rules or anything, which is really great. Such a contrast to where you were. It can also be maddening as well. Um, it can be really great when I do have very specific directions and communication too. Um, but I have a lot of trust from people that like trust in my vision and like my taste. Mm -hmm, And mm -hmm. that feels really, right. Really humbling. It seems like the people like behind art direction or styling or directors, you know, their aesthetic is very, your aesthetic is very complimentary, like compliments theirs, you know, like, I, I try to work with people and when it makes sense, yeah. right. you know, there are, there are a lot of people out there that are making really good work that are great people that are great at styling or photography mm-hmm. or whatever it is that they're doing. But, mm-hmm. um, it still wouldn't make sense for me to work with them, yeah. that, totally, you yeah. know? And I, and I think Chicago sometimes struggles with that because it is a lot smaller here. So yeah. people just want to work with everybody. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I definitely try to, especially the more I get into it and especially if I'm giving my time and it's not like a paid gig, like it has to make sense for my book. It has to make sense mm-hmm. for yeah, my aesthetic. It has to make sense for me personally. I'm, I'm, I'm very like particular about 
who I work with, what they believe in, what their yeah, standards are. Totally. Um, I'm very lucky to be in, in Chicago where most of my shoots are like run by women and I'm working yeah. with women yeah. constantly. And I'm friends with everyone now cause I've been here for so long and people know me and trust me. And, um, I kind of kind of get to help create the environment that I work right. in, which yeah. feels really good. I know. I mean, it feels like you just built like a universe for yourself. You know, when I go to your like feed and I look at it and it's just yeah. like, it's like Thank stepping you. into your world. Yeah. That's really so. sweet because I, I often struggle with, you know, one of the things too, as makeup, it's like what I'm doing, like I'm also not the person that's documenting my work. And mm. so it can oh, be yeah, really yeah. hard when what I do, what I do and what I'm doing is inevitably still ends up mm-hmm. as a reflection of someone else's world and someone else's right. art, yeah. which isn't a bad thing. It's very hand in hand about like, it's mm-hmm. very collaborative, but you know, how do I make my Instagram or my online presence reflect my world and right. my totally. vision yeah. as opposed to everybody else's? That's something I've been kind of thinking about this year is like, Oh yeah. What's the you know, move? What's the next what's, move? Yeah. It's like, how do I, how do I take what I do and and make it more about my vision? Yeah. yeah, I think going, I think going back, I've been so happy to help everyone else achieve theirs. Yeah, and now I'm starting to like look more inward and be like, okay, but what do you want to accomplish? Like, what is the art that you want to put into yeah. the world? And you know, I'm obviously still happy to work on everybody else's things. I would not be working <laughs> yeah. if I if I wasn't. But um, I'm definitely I've been making steps to like create my own work and do my own stuff and it feels like really good yeah I bet very therapeutic it takes yeah it takes a while to get to that point I mean it could be faster it could be a really long time to get to that point in your career but yeah yeah and to even have the resources to be able to do that too yeah totally I feel like I'm finally able to like call on favors and be like hey um can I rent your studio at a discount like I still definitely want to pay people but it's like I have done all of these things for you guys like so it's it's nice that people are now like trusting in me to Mm -hmm. to do my own thing which feels good for any listeners, yeah. any of our, our do-heads, <laughs> any do-dudes. Our, our, our beauty freaks, yeah. beauty um, listening who would like to break into the industry yeah. in a role that's similar to yours, what kind of advice would you give them? Um, so one thing I always recommend is working retail, actually, which like is not fun, y'all. I'm going to put it to you. But when you think about beauty as um, as a career, it is very very expensive y'all like it is so expensive I all of these things mentioned y'all I have still not made a profit so I'm just gonna put that out there and be like really radical vulnerability I just have to be vulnerable about it so people know the reality because I do have a lot of people reaching out to me and I do have a lot of people putting me on a pedestal and like being like you've made it you've made it I'm like "Uh, tell that to my (laughs) mental health and bank account like I'm very grateful to have what I have but I know that that there's still there's still so much left out there but like right you know, makeup is a very, very expensive mm-hmm. um, profession. Like it, it costs a lot. Like we are the ones paying for our kits. We are buying all of the product right. we are. And not, and not only if you buy it once, like you're either going to use it up or it's going to expire. Right. Like, yeah. So good luck. Like yeah. Do you it, feel like it, sometimes budgets literally just go for the product and then like your labor yeah. on top of that's just. Yep. Just paying for yeah. your own expenses. I, I'm at a point now where like a good year for me right now is to like break even. Yeah. And like be able to pay for my life and mm-hmm. pay for yeah. myself. But like I have, yeah, I would love to break even. And then I think I can think about making a profit. I think moving will be a big part of that too. Cause yeah. I'll be able to yeah. work much more, more often, often. Right. but, um, and higher rates, but yeah, it, totally. it's like, yeah. 
Yeah, it, it's it's a very expensive thing to get into. So I always recommend working retail because okay. you are going to learn, you're going to be trained, you're going to have a lot of different faces put in front of you of all different textures, tones, all of that. You're going to get um, gratis, which is huge. You're going to be able to start building your kit up through free product that you get from brands yeah. and testers yeah. and things like that. And, and that I think for me makes the most sense to recommend to people because you could go and pay for a school that you don't technically need to do. There are makeup schools out there. And if you have access to it, that's amazing, but you don't need to be licensed mm-hmm. to do makeup. Yeah. Um, like technically you do, but <laughs> like no one really acts actively asks for that because it is okay. all topical. We're not doing anything with, co- uh, you know, chemicals, colors, yeah, you know, the worst sure. thing that can happen is an allergic reaction or someone not being sanitary, but those are very basic things that, I mean, yes, people need to be educated on, yeah. but yeah. you know, you don't have to go to school to do makeup. And, and if you're not in the position to do that, I certainly wasn't, don't do it. You don't have to. So instead of paying to learn, get a job, mm-hmm. get paid to learn. Totally. Like that education's yeah. key education's key. You'll have access to product and free product. You will be getting trained by brands. You'll be networking with different people that work for brands and, um, you'll still be able to provide a living for yourself as you transition and just start picking up, you know, shoots on the weekend, start testing, like test shooting is everything shoot for free. Um, you definitely want to try and make money when you can, but when you are first getting into it, you're just going to have to work for free and put yourself out there so people can see what you do. But that's it. And then other than that, understanding light and framing, those are the most important things mm. is like, what depth is this makeup going to be seen at? Is it really going to be up close or is it going to be far away? And then what light am I going to have? Like th- those are the two biggest things. You know, for any, any masculine identifying dewey dudes out there yeah. who are a little too shy or timid mm-hmm, mm-hmm. to dive into a swimming pool full of toner. Totally. In essence. Yeah. What would you recommend? Where do they start? Gosh, The basics are always going to be cleansing and moisturizing. If you can't do anything else, please wash yourself. (laughs) Please lotion yourself. Like those, like moisturizing is the most important thing that you can do, not only to take care of your skin, but to prevent aging. Like those are the building blocks right there. And SPF too. Like if you, if you feel like you're ready for a third, you grab that SPF. Like, Mm -hmm. but I have to say, wash your face and and lotion it after like that's that's for me the basics and if you don't like lotion maybe try a serum if you don't like the way lotion feels um i've recommended the ordinaries um hyaluronic to Mm -hmm. like guys that are like i really don't like feeling anything on my face i'm like okay it's so light put a serum on still give your skin something Something, you need to do something the skin is our biggest organ in our body it is literally what carries us and protects us through this world like let's honor that and take care of it yeah and let's just like be hygienic. Yeah. <laughs> um, and when you wash your face, please use a soap that is for your face. Yeah. Yeah. I do have to clarify. Do not use body wash. Nope. Do not use uh, sweet, dial sweet soap. Do not use liquid soap for the love of God. Yes. People have said that to oh me my. and don't use shampoo or conditioner. Oh on your my face. God. Please. Five in one. Oh, when I was working in the stores, you guys have missed oh, even for Malin. No. The amount, Cause like, yeah. you know, Malin's very like men's based. Yeah. Um, so yeah, we have yeah, a lot totally. of male clients. Um, yeah. Yeah. The, the, please use a face cleanser. You heard it here first. You heard it here first. Oh, and the other thing is yeah. if there's something that's for your body, don't put it on your face. Yeah. Don't put it on your face. Your face and your body. It's like, think of your face as your face computer your paper. <laughs> think of your body like as cardboard. This. Think of your eyes and your lips as tissue. Like one thing is made for that type of skin yeah. for a reason. That Molly metaphor right there. <laughs> um, Beautiful. Hair flip. <laughs> Other questions, Emilio. So, 
think this is our last question before we go into our, our next segment. Okay. Oh, more segments. I love this so much. I'm just going to sit here. I could sit here for five hours. We can sit here and listen to you for five hours. Okay. Cool. So I guess last question. Mm-hmm. Tell us about the skincare journeys you've witnessed men and masculine identifying people in your life take. Wow. Or lack of. Um, I always say like if I could invoice all of my exes for like their improved <laughs> like just overall health, yeah. wealth and, um, you know, success. No, uh, I've definitely I definitely help. I mean, like I have all my guy friends hitting up my DMs all the time. Like, what do I do? Right. Yeah. Um, and yeah. So my ex, we were together for like almost four years. Like we're still really good friends. Yeah. He's had definitely a journey with like he's more oily, porous. He always had issues with his back and breakouts and mm. things like that. And that was always really hard for him. And that's something a lot of guys deal with. And yep. it's very like, I don't want to take my shirt off. I don't want to go swimming. Yep. Like, I yeah. get it. I get it. Um, so I've definitely like, we tried out a bunch of different products and routines and thinking about like what we could do and like his skin right. looks, his back looks so much better. And what like, was, it's what so was good the key, key thing? Cause um, back knee is something we haven't really touched on. Yeah. So, so for him, it was like, okay, not wearing a lot of synthetic ma- materials, oh, okay, um, yeah. which is something people don't think Damn, about. Damn, you gotta up that garm budget. Get that, yeah. Get like, so, in, but not even, but no. just like wear something that's cotton or linen, like, got it, got it. you know, like stretchy stuff that you can't really sweat in is not that great. And also if you True. are a person that gets sweaty, like try, like with your back, try to reduce as much friction as yeah. possible. So if you have like a backpack, put it on one arm, like, yeah. because mm-hmm. that all does affect those things. And these are, these are things that we don't think about that are attributing to mm-hmm. body issues. Also keeping like your linens and like wash your bed sheets yep. every week, if yeah. not twice a week, like that's a huge thing. And that's going to be crappy and laborious. I know, but that's going to make a huge difference. Um, another thing that we learned is he was conditioning last and that's like a big no, no, because then your conditioner and all of that, oh, like, yeah. it's you, all just you sitting walk, on yeah. your skin. So yeah. always wash your body last in the shower. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. and then, yeah, we were getting him on things with like exfoliating acids with it. We had a few different sprays that we tried. Um, yeah. actually for him, what's been the most successful is Dr. Bronner's Castile soap, like straight up, like he's had the most success with that. And then he will sometimes like every other day spray like an, ex- like an acid toner or something like that on it. And then just like, I don't think he's even like straight up lotioning. I think he's just like, I mean, just doing like his regular body lotion, but I don't think he's doing anything specific, but doing something fragrance free, that's going to be it's really changing thing. up like your, the habits yeah. that exist. Yeah. Already. It's your habits. Yeah. You can yeah. even try, honestly, some people just have sensitivity to their laundry detergent. So switch yeah. to the fragrance free, mm-hmm. like eliminate as many agitators as you can. Mm-hmm. Cause if you think about it, it's not just like oil and what you're eating. It is going to be the physical things that are touching and interacting yeah. with well, your back or your body or other issues. Well, like I always that. think about, you see the guys at the gym who are doing, you know they're lifting and they're putting their backs on those like on the bench press yeah yeah. you know you see a lot of back wipe that shit down you know like wipe that shit down down. it's like they kind of know they kind of know that's the culprit too but they don't want to admit it right you know like right (laughs) i mean and for acne the same thing goes for your face even like when you're showering like this is for your body and your face use a new clean towel every time again this is going to seem a little bit more wasteful but it is going to make a huge difference because if you think about it, you are also you are just going to be redepositing any of the bacteria mm-hmm. that yep. you were removing from your skin when you're drying. Even if you've washed it, it is st- still there, y'all. If you have any open like anything going on, like, and also when you have like towels that are in a bathroom, that's like a bacteria breeding ground. That's yeah. a damp, right? Like it's dark so place, damp. like. 
save yourself, like wash your pillowcases, like use a dude. And I just get like the pack of like five or five dollars of washcloths from Target. And I just stack them up every once in a while. And I will just use a new one every time I wash my face. I rarely break out anymore because even though I'm more dry, I would still get random just things. And I was using the same face towel. And it's like, duh. Even if you want to, if you want to like use paper towels, I don't care. Yeah, like, I'm guilty of using that. Yeah, um, I, you did. yeah. I mean, what, like, what do we feel about air dry? Sometimes I just kind of air dry. Um, air drying can Critique be me. okay, but it can be a little, <laughs> it can be a little over drying because if you're not necessarily putting your products on after immediately that, after, yeah. yeah. Right, right. So yeah. if you're if you're getting there quick enough, it's fine. But just make sure your skin's not starting to feel tight before you're doing Heard. that. So. Um, but yeah, there's, there's been a lot of transformations in my life. I yeah. think now Steve, my ex shout out, he's like, shout he's got Steve. like whole routine. Like he does his mask and he'll like, send me, like he loves it. So he's, he's converted. <laughs> yeah. I'm telling him about Dewey dudes all the time. I made him follow. I'm Amazing. like, you need this. Are we out here? Yeah. Cause he was using like, yeah, he was using a three in one, like yeah. whatever. He was the using like tea tree, something that right. was like completely oh. drying for his face. Like yeah. guys genuinely don't know. And they will put the harshest stuff on. So it's just. Yeah. Like, you know, learn and educate yourself on the basics and like try to figure out what you actually personally need for your skin instead of just being like, okay, I'm going to buy this because someone told me to. Right. Um, Because that doesn't always work either because all of our skin is different and we all have different issues. Things are going to work for some that aren't going to work for others. We have different sensitivities. So if you understand the theory and the basics of it, and instead of just understanding products, like you're going to do a lot better and you're going to be able to understand what's going on with your skin. And you'll start learning that even with breakouts too, your skin will tell you what's going on with your body. Like if you have a problem with your liver, if you're, you know, if your body's not filtering something or your kidneys, like your skin will tell you. And there are different areas of the skin that tend to flare up with like breakouts or things like that. And mm-hmm. so, you know, it's y- your body is intuitive. You just have to listen to it. You just have to like understand what it's communicating to you. Yeah. So. yeah. Damn. On that last note, our Amelia, last, you want to kick off the, 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 the final segment. Our final and what might be our favorite segment is mm. the do we do's and don'ts in 2019 wow, so it okay. can be skincare related or mm-hmm. not yeah mm-hmm. what are we do we doing what are we doing don't what are we do we doing we're always gonna do we do spf as you so yes. because i'm also reminding myself yes because <laughs> i can be a little bit bad about that yeah mm-hmm. okay. um my whole thing was just avoiding the sun but my doctor was like you are severely you gotta get that vitamin D deficient yeah. like severely yeah, yeah. um shout out chicago Shout out Chicago. We're all vitamin D deficient out here. Taking that 50,000 milligram vitamin D per week. Oh my God. Maybe that was my problem this winter. I don't know. Yeah. Um, Probably. So we're definitely going to do we do SPF. We're going to do we do hygiene and taking care of our skin. What we're going to do we don't is think that we are better than anyone else for doing or not doing that. Well, for doing that. Because I do think I'm better than anyone else for doing that. Well said. um, What else are are we going to do we don't? We're not going to buy products that we don't need when we still have products at home. That's a big thing for me this year is, you know, as we talk about, like, we are literally destroying our planet. Like, it really is, you know, the I don't think the honest is on us as consumers. I think it's absolutely on corporations and the government. But, like, what can I still personally do in my life is, like I was saying earlier, I'm going to use the moisturizers that I have at home. Right. And I'm going to see if I can repurpose the jar or something yeah. like yeah. just Minimize trying to make small steps of right. like not giving into capitalism even more and like buying things just to buy them. Like totally. Yeah. Use what we have at home and finding products that are 
not that are totally like effective and mm-hmm. that work, but mm-hmm. aren't going to break your bank too. That we're going to do. We do that. Yeah. Do we mm-hmm. do that? I Anything that's that. not skincare related. Um, like what are you do we doing? What am I do we doing? <laughs> what am I do we doing? Um, I actually just started working out. You guys, I'm like taking care of my body and health. So like for me, that's like my big new thing right now. Like I was super active when Mm -hmm. I was younger. Like I played sports year round was like captain of tennis, captain of soccer, all that. But like after that, I think I was so burnt out that I was like peace. And now I'm like 29 next week. Yeah. And yeah, I've, I've finally you're turning 29 next week. Yeah. Oh, Sorry, I'm old. No, you're not. Oh my no, God. So I was just excited. That it's your birthday next the week. Yeah. It is my birthday come. next yeah. week. Thank you. Um, but yeah, so yeah, that for me is, so I'm doing like bar class and oh, um, oh man, that really I haven't nice. tried cycling yet, but I'm just trying to do that intention because like, I think I've rejected exercise for so long being like, that's for a certain type of person that doesn't yeah. necessarily look like me or mm. that's for like happy people that like, like living <laughs> or miserable um, people, you know, like, <laughs> you know or like hot people, people or like, you know, but, We're all um, hot. it's We're really, hot. it's been really great. I mean, I know everybody says it, but like, you know, it's mental health, mental health really it's great help. to get yourself moving and yeah. I feel stronger and I've yeah. only been doing it for like two weeks and it just, it feels good. Dude, hell yeah. And it's just like, it's, it's hard to like fit in your schedule. So like, yeah. You know, it when is. you're able to do it, it really is just, it feels like a nice little accomplishment. Right. Yeah. Like definitely. I know like where I am with working out, it's like, I've been it's out of it for like two or three months mm-hmm. and it just feels like this mountain that you can't climb. You know what I mean? You like you're like, get, you yeah, gotta, you just gotta start. I've already I mean, chosen my lifestyle. I feel like <laughs> mine was like one, the you know? 10 year mountain. Like year yeah. mountain. I was look, like, I honestly have been making excuses mm-hmm. and all of that stuff. And yeah. even on my first class, I like kept making excuses not to go in. And, um, but now you're like, a regular. I just, and then you just, you know what you have to do is you just have to accept being awful at something sometimes oh, yeah. Yeah. and just accept and laugh at not being good at something. And I think as creatives, as perfectionists, as mm-hmm. people yeah. that care a lot, if that can be really hard, mm-hmm. oh, totally. I'm not good at doing things that I'm not good at. I right. like being Every, good Everything's kind of a competition. Yeah. <laughs> and especially, yeah. And especially when it comes to something as intimate as exercising yeah. body image and especially when then again, when you don't feel like you know what you're doing and you're yeah. about to head into a class with other people, like I kept creating excuses, but I'm, I think I'm really taking that theme of like being okay with being the worst in the room. <laughs> like yeah, right. I have to be okay and laugh at being vulnerable, being vulnerable, yeah. and not being good at this yet because I'm not going to get there unless I put this work in. So yeah, I think that's exactly. a theme that I'm starting to try and take into my life. Cause I tend to be someone that's all about instant gratification. So I am like yeah. really liking like working for yeah. something. It feels good. Well, congrats. Congratulations. Yeah. On that. And congrats on making it to 29. Thanks. Well, <laughs> if I make it to next Tuesday, we'll see. TBD. We'll make sure. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. So like, we have um personal armed guard. Right? Yeah. Yeah. You know, we're like we're like James Charles. Yeah. We'll get a uh, Do you have an artist band? Yeah. What's the brand yeah. bottom? Sugar Bear Sugar hair. Sugar <laughs> Um, okay. Imagine selling out your like close close friend that has like taken care of you and helped you negotiate contracts and enter into this world of being a multimillionaire sure. and then choosing a brand called sugar, sugar bear sugar bear <laughs> it all for sugar bear for Lost a wristband at coachella Damn. yeah man sad mm. sad so you got any- on that note on that yeah, note, yeah, uh, do we don't? My do we don't? Oh man, I'm yeah, so like fog brained right now. I have like nothing going in it. Man, you know? like, I, I can't even tell you what I'm not doing. I'm not, I'm not stressing out. You yeah, know? like less, mm-hmm. less stress, less stress. You know, like life is hard. Do we it's don't good. put limits on yourself? Yeah, it's gonna be hard. We're gonna figure it out. Yeah, 
I, I don't really, the only Dewey do I have, which is kind of like piggybacking off of your point, is being more vulnerable. Mm-hmm. Yep. You know, more honesty. I I, re, I completed, so I started taking these acting classes at Second City. Amazing. And at the beginning, it was like the most terrifying thing ever. And it yeah. just got worse and worse. But I would a, not do well in that. But in a really, so it was four, yeah, it was four classes. No, four levels, 32 classes. And by the end of it, like I'd end some classes and be like, that was kind of like, really humiliating in a way but i liked the vulnerability of it yeah so yeah more more of that yes asking for help asking for help asking for help and and i think it's just really important to do things that you don't want to do because i think that's a part of life and i think also we as millennials are really good at not doing things we don't want to do and yeah. We kind of have always been told that like the world is our oyster and we can have and do anything we want. And right. <laughs> that is true. But like the fact of life is that you need to be able to handle doing things you don't want to do. So yeah. I think as a practice, putting yourself in situations where ultimately like the end result is what you want yeah, and it exactly. is rewarding, yeah. but like, yeah, being too scared to like do it or mm-hmm. yeah, I'm, I'm right. an anxious Just person it, too. So I know? totally get yeah. that. Yeah. Or yeah. like the fear of like failing. I know that's really like yeah, trying, but like, too. you know, you have to put yourself in these situations where you know, yeah. failure can be really humbling. Yeah. Failure can be so humbling. And everyone's like, everyone's been a beginner at some you. point, you mm-hmm. know? Yeah. And, I, and I've realized for me, like almost all the limits and fears that I feel in my life right. are almost all entirely self-imposed. Oh, yeah. yeah. Like I, I'm the Anxiety one that's 101. limiting myself. <laughs> like I'm the one that's putting this fear in mm-hmm. myself. And like another important fact of life that I've learned is like nobody cares no like just nobody cares exactly like no one's watching the movie about your life I've really (laughs) yeah I really like learned that this year yeah yeah like nobody that's why I'm like warrior paint or whatever (laughs) nobody cares yeah good for you you're a man in makeup nobody cares right but you you are the only one that cares you and people like you yeah oh also too as much as like this kind of dovetails into that but like you know online we need to be like aware of what's going on but Mm -hmm. like sometimes Things are just happening on Twitter. Things aren't happening in real life. Yeah. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, nobody cares. Like, yeah. Yeah. to that point, it's yeah. kind of like... Absolutely. It's part of you your do, mental you do. health. Yeah. Whatever. Unplug mm-hmm. when you need to. You Whenever my mental health gets bad, I delete that Twitter so quick. Yeah. And it's the best thing ever. It really is. Yeah. <laughs> like, don't be afraid to do that or just to, like, change, have your friend change your password to your Instagram for, like, a week. Whoa. Like, I've never done that. I just yeah, because the then you can't get yourself back in. Yeah. yeah. I'm really bad because I'll just go on, like, the I'll just go on like the oh, mobile desktop. version of it oh, yep. yeah. or, like, something. So, like, have your friend change your password and, like, say, I the only way that I can get this password before this day is by paying you $100. Like, oh, you know, Whoa. do something oh, like really that. Like, yeah. you know, if you need to unplug, do yeah. it. Yeah. I always yeah. have my notifications off. Usually. Yeah. Well, yeah, because that always, you know. I, I can't know. handle, like, things constantly. Yeah, it gives me yeah, same. Also, it just wastes your battery in your phone. Yeah, so that's true. a dewey do. Y'all need to check your screen check time. That. Optimize check that, that phone for yeah. its battery, bro. Well, on that note. Yeah, but no, <laughs> but thank you. For... Thank you so, so, yeah. so much for having me, you guys. Where like, can, this is so fun. Uh, where can people follow you? Oh, yeah. Oh, okay, so I'm pretty much Molly Gloss on everything, but it's M-O-L-L-I-E. Gloss, lip gloss you know like yep like right, that right. so it's yeah um at molly gloss mollygloss.com i'm pretty much yeah i'm pretty much you can find me anywhere on there but like twitter is private so don't try it because <laughs> i'm not accepting any new friends so no new friends no, no new, new friends new. um but yeah that's where you can find me damn cool well, thank you so much molly uh thanks dewey for, dudes for all the listeners out there all our do heads all <laughs> five of you all the so i guess they're do heads um, i'm gonna call them doos. the doos. Love it. Uh, that's good mm-hmm. well, um Comment, 
Surpri- oh, subscribe, subscribe comment, and review. Yeah, now that you we're know, online on Apple Podcasts, five stars. we need those five stars if you want to give it to us. So anyway. Yeah. And you'll get nothing but undying love and affection. And memes. Well, until next time. Yep. Goodbye. I'm a dude, he's a dude, she's a dude, we're all too safe.